Blog Talk Radio. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Delivering the truth and exposing the lies. Join Russ and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our show. See you then. You know what I think we should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Yeah, Ryan. We air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10.30. Uh, Right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough 
to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Hello to all you nincompoops and something luckers out there. I am the Wirisap. I am here to represent Eisnecker Suicide Pods. Let's cut to the chase. The globalists have decided it is time to kill off all you 99% who breathe our air and use all of our food resources. You have not died fast enough by eating GMO foods or by killing each other from race riots we have started. We have tried to remove all the pieces of excrement by cooking up COVID in a Wuhan laboratory. But you are not dying fast enough. So we now have Lysnicker suicide pods. You can now rush out and die in our suicide pods. Schedule your appointment today. You can choose between a blue-brown, grey or pink casket. Remember you need to wear at least five masks minimum and you will take a COVID test before and after you get in the pod. You must also make sure your ashes remain a safe six feet social distance when you are about to exit. If you like your experience, put it on Melbourne Completed we will give you 15% off your next session. We hope to see all you useless eaters get in these pods right away before we put everyone in FEMAR camps. That did you not exist. Schedule your appointment today for your Lysnicker suicide pod. Thank you. Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitution or cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizer Radio. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today happens to be Wednesday, so we'll have Joanne Moretti uh, joining us here as usual on Wednesdays. 
Now, if you want to be a part of the show, we can take your calls tonight here. The number is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone. I will make it a point to bring you on to the show tonight. But before that, as I mentioned, it's time for Joanne to come in since it's Wednesday. So welcome in. Hey, everybody. Hello, Freedomizers. Hi, Proof. Uh, hello again. Day. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lots to talk about tonight. Ah, goodness. Been a busy week, huh? How'd your week go? Yeah. Um, it's happening. It was, uh, we, we didn't get a polar vortex out here, so I'm happy about that. Oh, that it's been cool, kind of cool here in Florida. And rainy and dreary. It, the sun came out a little bit today, but it was still cool. Hopefully it'll warm up soon. I'm not uh, really... I think we had that, too. It might have been a high of, like, 58 or something today. If that. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's been about 70 here. But that's cool for oh. us. You know, 69 right. is below freezing to us. <laughs> yeah, the freezing mark is 70 for Floridians. Okay. Like I said last week, I said, I'm so cold. I'm like the iguanas. I'm going to lock up Stalin and fall out of a tree. And I laughed because every time I say that to someone, no one asks me what I'm doing in the tree. <laughs> so I, I am. Uh, I did want to ask before we get into a lot of news, and a lot of it's not going to be the, the nicest news in the world. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, So Bill Belichick is no longer on the Patriots, so we'll, we'll, we'll start with the softball first here. So... Uh, Twenty-four years. Do you years think that Belichick was only good because of Tom Brady? No, no. Tom Brady was good because of Belichick. They both fed off so? each other. Yeah, Belichick's an excellent, excellent coach. And I mean, Brady hasn't been there twenty-four years, has he? Bill Belichick has. You know, he found um, Drew Bledsoe. He found the Castlehead kid. He found Brady. Um, he put this other guy in too now I forget his name he's got a new kid who ran a night Matt Jones kind of sucks though oh yeah I don't know much about him but you know all those coaches they all you're talking about so okay that's his name I didn't know his name I I think they're they're the second they were the second or third worst team in the league this year yeah well didn't Brady just buy the Raiders uh, it's still pending, but yes. All right. Well, Bill Belichick and two of his sons were seen over there with Tom Brady at the Raiders. Oh, so I, didn't, I did kind not of hear a, that that they were looking to hire him. Well, I don't know that they are, but they somebody snapped a picture with all of them together. Yeah. So, and that was after he left New England. New England owes him a good thank you, though. The guy had a great run. Oh, of course. And Brady, too. But he ran his you know, course. That, that's all yeah. it is. So uh, in every sport, eventually you run your course. Yeah, well, every sport, everybody gets old, too. You know, Belichick yes. wasn't that old when he started with the Patriots. So 24 years later, and a lot of success under his belt. He's going out on top. If, you know, if you work somewhere else, fine, which I think he's going to. He's probably going to sign on with Brady at the Raiders. But if uh, if he doesn't, you know, God bless him and whatever else he's going to do. He gave it it all. 
continues to give it his all. And that's just how it goes. It's sports. You know, you, you, yeah. he kept his job 24 years. That's a world record in, in the sports industry. You know, they, yeah, the only one that I think did longer was, uh, if you followed baseball, Tommy Lasorda on the Dodgers seems like he was there for like yep. 30 years. Yeah, Tommy Lasorda, what is his name? Blast from the past. I know him. <laughs> and of him, yeah. But yeah, that, you know, and now who knows what the what the new coach is going to do. He'll probably do well. Patriots are a good team. Kraft knows what he's doing. <laughs> I still can't get over Bob Kraft getting busted at a massage parlor, getting a happy ending. Hmm. Yeah, more happened to him than uh, than just Lane Maxwell, I guess. Right. Yeah. Julie Maxwell, you would think she's really in jail. You know, they could tell her she's anywhere, but they're not telling us what jail, uh, where she is, and none of that. She's probably uh, running I, I free. Think she probably. Could, I think she's probably under house arrest, personally. Yeah, she could be. But yeah, you're she, not allowed to go out because if anybody sees you, then we're done for. So you have to stay in your own house, and that's it. Yeah, well, she could drastically change her appearance with not much sweat. You yeah. know, plastic surgery, Botox, hair dye. Well, just like what weight. Megan Kelly said last week that we haven't heard the last from Jeffrey Epstein. Whatever that is. I'm sure we haven't. You know, is he really dead? You know, they might have spirited him off, too. He knows a lot. And if she if she is in jail... She's the only person who ever went to jail for trafficking children to nobody. You know, they released a list. It wasn't the black book. It wasn't flight logs. It was just a list of people who happened to know Epstein. Was every one of them guilty yeah. of molesting children? But that's, I don't know. Uh, that was the same list that we talked about five years ago that they finally said was real. And they told us yeah. for five years it was a conspiracy theory and no such list ever existed. Yeah, and Alan Dershowitz, do you think he's a pervert? He was there quite a few times, but he was also the dude's lawyer. But you then know, again, so if, you're, if you're there with your kids I, I, and your wife, I, I don't think that you were there under malicious purposes. Well, they said that one of the guys used to sneak off the um, gates. He left his wife and kids yeah. in the hotel room and snuck off with, with Epstein to do Epstein things. And Steve Hawkins, you know... Oh, that's the weirdest one. Yeah. You know, they said he was into voyeurism. He liked to watch. Watch what? <laughs> I don't to know. watch midgets. I heard that. <laughs> but, hey, I don't know. I, you know, they could be all guilty. Well, half of them guilty. Uh, you know, you, you got to see. We'll never evidence. know, I guess. Yeah, we're never going to know. They're just doing that to muddy the water. You know, they'll throw everybody's name out there. And some of them are guilty, some of them might not be. But that muddies it. So we're never going to know. But they are. They but are we know something bad was that going they couldn't on. find know. Trump on that list, though, Joanne. No, he wasn't on that list. Oh, they were, they were, that they were promising us he was on that list. No. He was on Epstein's plane. There was something wrong with Trump's plane. And 
they hired Epstein's pilot and rented the plane to get, I think, from Florida to New York. But that was the only time he was ever on that plane. And it was a, a private flight. Epstein wasn't there, and they didn't go to any islands. It was because something was with Trump's plane, and he had to go to some meeting. And there was a whole bunch of people, a whole entourage with him. And it was a privately contracted thing. Epstein just, you know, rented him the plane. But it, Epstein was nowhere around. They did, there was a story about that. But that was the only connection. Now, they got a picture of him at the same place with Epstein. They got a picture of Trump and his wife, some other guy and his wife, and E. Jean Carroll is kind of in the background, like photobombing the picture when she was younger. That's the only picture where that there is any connection of this E. Jean Carroll and Trump. I do not believe he ever touched that woman because she wasn't his type even when she was younger. You know, I mean, there's this scales of people, you know, when you're, when you're considering someone like Trump. And he liked women like Ivana Trump. And he liked women like Melania E. Jean Carroll is a complete wackadoo. She couldn't tell you. She said she was raped by this guy at Birdoff's. Birdoff's has cameras and mirrors in those dressing rooms. You have to be escorted into the dressing room. You don't just, like, pick up clothes at Birdoff's and bring them into a dressing room. No. They will bring you the clothing, and they will unlock the dressing room, and they will even help you get dressed in there. That's the type of place it is. You don't carry bundles. You don't carry clothes. Your son then will go get you something, and they bring it back to you. And they have to unlock that door. But where are the people from Birdoffs? They should have known that. That would, but they, you know, they didn't let that evidence in. And this woman couldn't tell you when she was raped, what year, what month. You know, when a rape is a, is a violent thing, and you never forget it. You don't just write a book, and then your book doesn't sell, so you go around to all the media. And she said that that's why she was pumping the book, and it was Kellyanne Conway's husband who told her to sue Trump. And it was that big-time Democrat donor who bankrolled her. What's his name there? Bankman or something. He's bankrolling um, Nikki Haley now. Big Democrat. Oh, I, I know that. I know that the Koch brothers were bankrolling Nikki Haley. Yeah, this, but this guy here is a big Democrat donor. Um, I think his name is Bankman, not Bankman Freed, but I think right. his, I think his name is Bankman. I'll find it. However, okay. I mean, and the Trump threatened to throw him. Yeah, the court, the judge threatened to throw him out of court today because he was talking to his lawyer and he whispered witch hunt and they. Her lawyer says, oh, yeah, he's dogging her and he's defaming her. I don't know. He called her a busted bitch or something. That's why this whole thing is going on anyhow and said she he was, she wasn't his type. And now this is just the money thing. They said that he defamed her. They were all saying that he was convicted of molesting her. No, he wasn't. They couldn't prove that he molested her. But they proved that he defamed her because he said she wasn't his type and he, and he was insulting her. But that's what he's in court for, defaming her, not raping her. He didn't rape her. The jury did not find him guilty of that. They couldn't. 
so, you know, the way the media is reporting it, and the media. Dan, we got to talk about the media. Did you see Rachel Maddow? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, her and him and Joy Reid, they're, they're both extremely angry. They're calling out Christians. They're calling out white people. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're basically saying the sky is falling. Not only that, but the, but she, when Trump was giving his speech the other night after his Iowa landslide... She refused to play it. Yeah, she refused to play it and said that they were going to monitor it, and if there was anything newsworthy, they were going to tell people about it. You can't just play that speech and let people decide for themselves. You're going to monitor it and decide what we should and shouldn't hear. And you got an FCC license? You're admitting that you're biased. You're admitting that you're a propagandist. Right there. Just her words said that we are controlling the message. We're propagandists, and we'll decide what or if you hear anything about this man. And then she was saying that we report the truth. Well, you know what the truth was, honey? Trump just won the Iowa caucus, and he was giving a speech. That was the truth. And you refused to even air it. That's the truth. He really did win the Iowa caucus. And God bless everybody in Iowa. And they're accusing us of misinformation. Yeah, misinformation. Meanwhile, they they pimped that Russia hoax, which was baloney. They trumped up everything, everything that they thought was going to bring him down. Look at the, the time that they gave that guy, Adam Schiff. He's still at it, too. Now, remember, that guy used to go into those secret meetings, you know, the special skiff at the Capitol. And they had these intel committee meetings. And then he couldn't wait to get out and tell the cameras, oh, yeah, and I saw evidence, and Trump's going to jail, and there's evidence that he was colluding with the Russians. And I'm sitting there listening to that. He just come out of a, a top-secret meeting, and now he's on all the cameras saying all this stuff that happened in that meeting, but he's not going to jail. So he's lying, because if you come out of a secret meeting and then you just spill the beans on everything that went on in that meeting, you are divulging classified information and you're going to jail. But he wasn't divulging classified information. He was lying. The truth was classified, but lies are not. So you have to assume that everything that came out of that man's mouth was an absolute lie. He never saw evidence. There was no Russia collusion. Mm -hmm. Just the opposite of what he was saying was true. Because if he came out and told you anything that was going on in that meeting, he would have been divulging the classified information and would have been jailed and thrown off that committee. And he wasn't. So he wasn't telling the truth. The truth is classified. Right? I would think so unless he had permission to say something, but I doubt it. He didn't have No. The, the, The people on that committee would never give any one of each other permission to go out there and just spill everything that went on in that meeting to the media. Oh, I, I agree. I'm just saying that would be the only way he'd be allowed to do that, is if they told right. him it was okay. Right. And then it would have been okay for all the rest of them, too. However, he didn't go to jail. That tells us the man was lying. You know, when people think it through. And then he's still at it. He's still saying how Trump is dangerous. Trump is not dangerous to the country. He's not dangerous to us. 
He's dangerous to that new world order and that whole corrupt cabal up there. And they don't want him interfering in their stuff again. They, well, Noah Harari even admitted it where we can't have him because he, he, would, he would put a, a death punch into the new world order. So they can't have right. him. That, that's and that's why you what have... they were saying. It, that's what they were saying in Davos, too. Same thing you're saying. That would be a death knell. That Klaus Schwab and this the other guy who was saying that we have to get rid of 90 million people. Yeah, Noah Harari. Yeah. And Jake Sullivan's there at Davos, too, talking about the New I World Order and how the stupid people are and we all need to be controlled and they're going to separate us all into, like, tribal regions and the rich nations are going to support the poor nations. They've already destroyed our money. They've destroyed our energy, destroyed our military, destroyed our borders. We're already there. And they're even accelerating it even more because there's no guarantee that Biden's going to be president. When Trump won the Iowa caucus the other day, China had a, a stock market crash. And Trump's going to walk away with New Hampshire, and he's already killing it in uh, South Carolina, Nikki Haley's state. That, I think you know, that's the last stand for Nikki Haley. If she doesn't, if she does not win South Carolina, I, I think that she'll, even her, she'll probably pack it in at that point if she gets embarrassed. If it's not they, close, she's They should she's be done. embarrassed now. They should be embarrassed now. They know what's inevitable. They know. DeSantis and Nikki Haley, yeah, you did a great job, you had a great run, you you were both good governors, whatever you want to say about the people, you know, you want to love them, love them, but they're not going to be president, they're not going to be the nominee, so we're just wasting time, and all this bickering back and forth and fighting with each other and throwing bobs at each other, that's not helping heal the nation, that's not going to move us forward. That's just keeping it going and keeping it going. It's interfering with the election now. Iowa did a wonderful job. They did. They voted for Trump. They spoke loud and clear. New Hampshire is speaking loud and clear. South Carolina is speaking loud and clear. And when it's the rest of the state's turn to vote, they're going to be speaking loud and clear, too. So why don't we just accept it? But you see, I mean, they got people acting like there's going to be some miracle, and all of a sudden, DeSantis is going to be Trump, or Nikki Haley's going to be Trump. That's not going to happen. They're not going to be Trump. Or they're thinking that Trump's going to go to jail for this or that or the other thing. In the meantime, look at this Fannie Willis. She's sleeping with a married guy, giving him more money than they offered the real RICO expert. And she's taking vacations with this money. The guy just he filed for divorce, but you watch. Their wife's going to get half of that big check that Fannie Willis gave her boyfriend, her lover. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, anybody in their right mind can see that we are being taken for a ride. They are using the weaponized law system. You know, the people in Iowa voted... 68% of them said, we need an entire upheaval in this country. Mm-hmm. They want a clean house. 68% of the people vote want a clean house. They don't want any part of any one of these politicians, except, you know, Trump, of course. 
their nominee. But, but the rest can, of them, can I bring something up, Joanne, real quick? I'm sorry? If I could bring something up. I'm noticing sure. a trend here, and, and tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know how often you look on uh, videos. Like, I'll, I'll check out TikTok and YouTube and uh, just to see where the public perception is while I'm doing my show prep. Yeah. It seems yeah. to me that black America is all on board with Trump right now, and it's the white liberals that are, that are, that are against him. Yeah. The white liberals are really giving the blacks a hard time. They're telling them they don't know what they're doing, and they don't really mean that they like Trump. And, yeah, they're, they're telling you know, the black people that they're stupid because it's obvious that Trump is racist, and you're stupid if right. you can't figure that out. They're, that, yeah. that's, they're, they're just, that's what racism is. If you tell a, a person that they're dumb because of their skin color, it doesn't matter what the reason is. If you say, right. well, you're black and you're voting for, for Trump, you're racist, that makes you the racist. Exactly. You see that Fannie Willis tried to blame her corruption on because she's black. She said, right. well, you know, I have to do better because I'm a black woman and I have to avoid making mistakes and, you know, I'm not perfect. Right. So you're blaming your skin for your corruption? No, that was your choices, honey. That was your lack of integrity. Had nothing to do with your skin or your gender. What an well, insult. Did, she, she cheated on her husband with this, uh, this Rico fixer because she's black? Yeah, and he's married. Mm-hmm. He was married at the time. He just filed for divorce yeah. the day that she gave him the big check. So she probably paid him to leave his wife. And then they went on cruises together and vacations together. That was taxpayer money she paid him with. Yeah. And she's benefiting from it. But that, but you know that's the whole though, Joanne. You you can destroy, you can destroy the other side just by saying, "Well, you're racist," and then they can just walk away and collect all the chips. Yeah, racist. Replacing racism with racism. It's still racism. Look at that Joy right. Reid talking about the white Christians. And there's a, there's too many of the white Christians in Iowa. And that's how come Trump won, because of those stupid white Christians. Oh, and they're overrepresented, she said, in the state of Iowa. So why don't she move to Iowa? They're not going to move to Iowa. Yeah, and they threatened to leave the country. They threatened last time, and they never left. Oh, if right. Trump wins, I'm going to leave the country. Leave now. Avoid the rush. Who do these people think they are? They're controlling what you see, controlling what you hear. I mean, that's absolute election interference. I mean, when you're refusing to show the candidates because you have a preference or you don't like one of them, that's election interference. Not telling the people the truth. That's election interference. You got an FCC license, honey. You're supposed to be unbiased. You got that license because you're supposedly a news agency. But you're nothing but a propaganda arm. Trump is right. It's all fake news. Those are not news agencies. We are the news agencies. The average person who's out there 
writing and talking and discussing all the politics in the public square. They're the real news agency. The fake news is trying to control I don't know what I'm talking about that. because I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not on 350 stations with, with Pfizer sponsoring me. Yeah, but you're legit. You're at least trying. You're analyzing it. And your thoughts are your own. Your words are your own. You don't have some corporate yeah, master telling you, you got to say this or you're out of here. Yeah, we, we don't, uh, for those of you who have never listened to Freedomizer Radio before, it's not like you're going to hear Toyota ads or, or Moderna ads or nothing against Toy- Toyota. I'm just saying you're not going to get a big company ad. Right. But you're going to get the truth. At least the truth you can say. I can say, too, what I'm saying I believe to be the truth. And right. We, we research, and we read all the articles, and we analyze them, and we talk to other people, and we read even more articles. You know, before we come on this, this show, we have a lot of work to do. We do at least eight hours of work before we get on this show. And we work all week for this one show. Because we have to know what's going on. We have to be able to sort through all the minutiae and find the truth. And we have to make sure we're accurate. So we do a lot of work. We don't just get handed a script and read off a teleprompter someone else's words or someone else's agenda or whatever the corporate masters want or the advertisers want. And for those of you who who don't know Freedomizer, it's not like we have a staff. Our staff is ourselves. There's no person, there's no call screener, there's no researcher. Uh, Everything falls on me and the co-host. Yes, it's all no frills, but we work very, very hard to try to get the truth out to people. And we have been accurate. Our research, I'll stand by it. Every word we've ever said on air, I will stand by it as truth. Because we made sure it was truth before we ever brought it on air. A couple of times so we'll say, well, you know, I just heard this and I'm not so sure me. about it. But this is what this one's saying. But if we're doing our, in, our research, like that Las Vegas incident, mm-hmm. we, we well, nailed that. We nailed that. And I am, that's one of our proudest achievements. Yeah, and me, all the Obama asshole. stuff. We, we did that. Yep, and all and all the Obama stuff, and all they wouldn't, they were flipping out at people for using the word socialist, and we came right out and told everybody they were communists, and they belonged to Communist Party USA, and all these communist groups, and the Alinsky's and the Billezes and the Acorns and and all of it, the Occupy, we nailed it from the beginning. We knew who they were, who was funding them. And what their agenda was. You were not on air with me at the time, Joanne, because you you came back. Uh, How long have you been with me now? Maybe a year? Probably less? I've been back for a year, but all total, we've been together 13 years. Right, I get that. I was just saying, during COVID, you did not have a show. No, I didn't have a show during COVID. So what I was going to get at was I, I called everything on that. And I, I didn't get, I didn't flinch one iota. I still have never put a scam on my face once. Uh, I, I have mm-hmm. not even 
not even considered maybe I should take the gene therapy. And I, I don't think I was wrong. You have Dr. Fraudy out there right now telling people that scams didn't work. And social distancing well, was something he made up just so he could sell it. We have an extremely brilliant researcher among us. And she's a doctor, and so is her husband, is a biologist. And they nailed that COVID from the beginning and the vaccine from the mm-hmm. beginning. And now the attorney general in Florida, Joe uh, Ladapo, he is insisting and trying to get the word out, don't take these vaccines. I've been, you know, he's been trying to tell everybody right along. But the more research he's done in it, the more he's begging people Refuse, refuse, refuse. I don't know if you have, have, know who he is, but he's been all oh, over the airwaves. Right. He's been all over the airwaves right along. But now I hear our friend's words coming out of his mouth. These are all the things that our, our researcher was saying was proven and got booted off of Facebook, booted off of Twitter. I actually saved all the information that we put out. So I think it gets me, Joanne. It gets me how many neurosurgeons and doctors they banned for telling the truth. Mm -hmm. But you're going to let Elmo tell you to take a gene therapy on Sesame Street, but you're going to ban Dr. Ben Carson or something. That's what gets me. Yeah. That's when you know it's fake news. Yeah, and we tried to tell everybody we are the experiment. We are the lab rats. This is untested. And now even Dr. Burks come out and admitted that they put an AIDS-like substance. Mm-hmm. Remember we were telling people they were going to test positive for AIDS? No, they put an AIDS-like substance in there. Yeah, because there's foreign DNA in those vaccines and mm-hmm. there's mRNA in there. Humans are DNA. They're not RNA. So they put RNA and DNA in these vaccines. Your body's going to reject that unless they suppress your immune system. What suppresses the immune system? HIV. So they had to nullify your immune system so it wouldn't reject this foreign substance that they're putting in it. And that's why people were getting all sick. That's why you're having blood clots and heart attacks and everything else. Your immune system's trying to reject the ingredients that they put in you. And it's causing major problems. The body can't not expel it. Mm-hmm. So now you're having clots and heart attacks and all kinds of stuff, aggressive, aggressive cancers. Because so the body is trying you, Joanne, to recover. And then we, we have a caller that wants to join us. But let, let me just ask yeah. you real quick. So with all this Dr. Fraudy information coming out and everybody mm-hmm. now being extremely skeptical of these gene therapies, in mm-hmm. May, when the, the World Health Organization tries to take over the world, mm-hmm. how, how are they going to get the American public to go ahead and line up and get these gene therapies? Because people like us never took one, not interested. They could put a gun to our head and, and it won't work. Yeah, well, they tried to bury us, the people that were resisting. And that vaccine was a test to who would be compliant and who wouldn't. And the ones who wouldn't be compliant, you see, they tried to eliminate us. 
And now, like you said, in May, there'll be another health thing. No, I think it's in March. And it's virus X. And they're going to scare the stuffing out of you again. See, we didn't hang them when they did it the first time. So they're going to do it again. Oh, no, the, the and vote is the... in May, if I remember right. I thought I, I read the article, but they're, 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 yeah, but they're, they're calling it another bioweapon because on it hasn't been finalized yet. So I, what I think is like three weeks or two, two three weeks before the vote, they're real. They're going to have a name for this disease X, and it's going to be all over the place. And they, they, it's all about timing. They, they already have it scripted. Right. They have to scare us, and uh, and they're going to say just like COVID. Uh, but the thing is, is that if Doctor Fraudy is up on that up on that, uh, I'll call it a stage. If he's up on that stage saying uh, that it was a farce. How are they going to get people to buy this one? Because the last one, everybody knows, was was as as real as as WWE. Right, but now they're going to say, "Oh yeah, the last one. Okay, maybe maybe there was problems, and maybe they, you know, some of it was a farce. Maybe it was man-made. You know, <clears throat> yes, it was man-made. Yes, it's a bio weapon. Yes, it was purposely unleashed on us. Yes, it made them billions and billions and billions, trillions of dollars." And it was so effective that they're going to do it again. And they're going to scare us again. And they're going to say, well, no, this this new improved virus, this new major kill, 100% kill rate in mice. Remember, that's what they're putting it out. It already has a 100% death rate in mice, this virus X. Where'd the virus mm-hmm. X come from? It didn't occur so, naturally. So Wuhan lab Any more than funded. COVID or AIDS did or SARS. None of them were natural. Mm-hmm. They're all bioweapons. Of course. I'm just wondering how they're going to get people like us to, to go ahead and buy into this. Mm-hmm. But their TV's going to tell them. I mean, my sister-in-law's mother, she hates Trump because the TV told her to. She took the vaccine right. because the TV told her to. She's an old woman, and, you know, she watches shows like The View and and things like that, what's on the regular TV. She doesn't have cable so she's just watching network tv and this is what her tv is telling her and she's not the only one the tv's telling lots of people that so people that only get their news from the local channels they're going to fall for it and they will fight you like you're an idiot like you don't know what you're talking about and they can't do that and they wouldn't do that that's all you hear from these people they can't do that that's not true how do you know it's not true? You didn't hear a word I said. You didn't look at one bit well, of the information, and not just what I said, but other people with credential, I mean, bio-weapon history. They know this stuff. That's what they do for their life's work, and they're telling you. Well, I didn't see it. The MSNBC would have told me. Or CNN would have said something if that was true. But what I'm and trying MSNBC- to understand, though, is... That uh, they're still pushing people to wear scams, even though Dr. Fraudy went up on that stage and said that wearing a scam. He even admitted in, in court that wearing a scam does nothing. Well, every CNA or nurse will tell you the mask. I mean, look at the mask you use for painting or auto body work. And look at the mask the firefighters use. Now, you're going to say this little piece of friggin' 
paper towel material is going to stop a virus? Did you put up a chain link fence to protect yourself from mosquitoes? Because that's about the comparison. A virus is microscopic. The weave in just the paper or the cloth mask is bigger and more open. A a microscopic virus can fit right through the weave. It's not even going to slow it down. Like I said, in comparison, it's like putting up a chain link fence to stop mosquitoes. It's not going to happen. Right. But they're going to make you do it anyhow. Right. Why? Because it promotes it promotes fear. That's why. Because if you see us everybody wearing scams, you're you're gonna buy into the fact that it's a scare demic. And then uh, well, work. I have to get my gene therapy because I don't want to wear this scam. So the only way to, to not wear the scam is to get the gene therapy. And then three weeks later, guess what? Uh, you all have to wear scams anyway because I said so. Yeah, well, it's not going to work as well the second time, but it's still going to work, Proof. Some people are going to buy it, and you're right. It is the fear. You remember how bad that fear was? And six feet, that was just pulled out of their ears. Right. That, well, there was no scientific research about how far apart those germs can spread. So six feet was just a guess. Some kid in a science project came up with that, so that they all ran with it. Fauci said that himself. They don't really know where that came from. The, you know, it was like a science project, and they all adopted it. But people, I, I saw a woman throw a scalding hot cup of coffee at a man because he was not wearing a mask. He wasn't bothering mm-hmm. her. He was sitting on a bench. This woman walked up to him and threw scalding hot coffee on him because he wasn't wearing a mask. People freaking out if you walk by them. On uh, you know an outdoor park on a path, they would move up into the grass if you didn't have a mask on. Mm-hmm. They would freak out in a supermarket. You're not wearing a mask. Are you supposed to stand? Well, remember in apart? New York City a few years ago when they were trying to arrest five year olds for not wearing a scam at a Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Or a woman letting her children out to play in the fresh air. Right. Remember that? When that's the healthiest they the thing you could up do for and they were going to take her kids away. Sick. Yeah, she let right. them go outside and play, and they were going to take her kids away, like they were contaminating the planet. The dumbest oh, thing that I saw kids. was uh, I was uh, I was taking my my dog Chewbacca out for a walk, and I was at the park, and police were called because a father and son were playing catch with a baseball and two mitts. And uh, yeah. I heard the guy say, I'm arresting you in front of your son if you, if you said that's your distance and it's not six feet. And as a matter of fact, it was six feet and two inches. So the cop wow. said you got lucky. Yeah. You see that? They took a man off a beach. He was by himself on a beach. Mm-hmm. And they acted like he was contaminating the planet and arrested him because he was in a public place. Yeah, they put warning tape out, out at the park. Like, when, when the if you go to some of the parks and they have exercise equipment just random, like a place where you could stop and do pull-ups, they had warning yeah. tape all over it. Like, you know, like you're going to get COVID by, by standing there doing pull-ups. Yeah. They filled up skate parks with sand, remember? Yeah, right. Yeah, yes. so the kids wouldn't use them. That's 
how crazy people got. And it was a bioweapon. I, I might be the most naive and the person that you know, bio, but I don't the think they can run that bio same weapon offense too. again. I don't know if you heard me, yeah. Joanne. Yeah, they're going to do the same thing. I, I just, uh, they're going to run it anyway because they don't have another play in their playbook, but I, I, I just, I, I, I'd be hard-pressed to believe that they can get away with that 100%. No, they won't get away with it 100%. A lot of people have smartened up and wised up, and they're not going to comply. But you'll still get the ones who will. <clears throat> you know, they'll virtue signal. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm better than you because I'm wearing a mask. No, you're not. You're not better than me. And it's not going to stop you from getting sick. And the same as the virus was a bioweapon, so is the vaccine. That's well, you know, four years weapon. ago, I pissed people off, Joanne, because not only oh. was I not wearing scams, uh, I, I never still wore a scam, but I, I don't even wear shoes, so people don't know how offended they are at what part. Oh, my goodness. And they will. They'll treat you like you're contaminating the planet. Right. When what you're doing is probably the healthiest thing that you could do. And we told right. people. Go out in the sun. You need the vitamin D. Almost 100% of the people who died with this virus had a vitamin D deficiency. Exactly. And what did they tell you to do? They didn't tell you to go outside. They told you to go into your room and go in your bed and keep the curtains closed and, you know, get your bed rest and stuff. They didn't even want you to go out in the sun, which would have helped. Yeah, if, they wanted you to be yeah, isolated you... in the dark room. If you have most, uh, I'm not going to say every disease, but many diseases are deficiency of one of four elements. Vitamin, uh, maybe not elements, vitamins, whatever you want to call it. Uh, mm -hmm. You're either deficient in vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, or magnesium. Right. You, you, it, most diseases, if you fix those, you, you, you'll be halfway okay. Right. And parasites. Parasites will cause diseases, too, even microscopic ones that you don't think would hurt right. you. Well, that's why I said and, most, because yeah, the, the parasite, you'll, you'll, have to, you'll have to figure out what's best for you. Right. Well, ivermectin works on parasites, by the way. Yes. And they're thinking some of the, a lot of the cancers are uh, being caused by parasites, too. I was just going to so, say that. Hey, uh, yep. Joanne, I'm going to let uh, Joe come in here. I need two sure. or three minutes real quick here. Uh, but, Joe, welcome to the show. I'll, I'll be joining you here shortly. Hey, hey Joe. Joanne. Hey, my You're friend. Right. Everybody, this is Joe, our resident researcher, published author, and reverend. Welcome in, Joe. I got another book coming probably into oh, the year. Congratulations. But when I can't talk about it, you know. When it comes out, it'll come out. <laughs> okay. Hey, vitamin D. I just went to I I went to an online seminar on vitamin D. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me let me give you some background. What I did uh, three years ago. It was March. Three years ago, my my aunt went into the hospital again. She had mm -hmm. COVID. They gave her remdesivir and they killed her. Oh my God. And then my best friend out in Tulsa, who we were, you know, she was, you know, you know, she was my girlfriend. She was married, but, you know, she was separated. But she still was like, 
a good friend of mine because we did dog rescue together. She yeah. went in. She she called me up on the phone. She says, "I got to go into rehab. I got to take a shot. I don't want to. I'm scared." Next day, she was dead. Oh my god! And then my best friend in school, um, perfectly healthy, healthy as you can get, had a severe, severe stroke. He's about eighty mm-hmm. percent there. So that started me on my search of March of three years ago to start a COVID forum, number one, number two, to keep the research. Every day I do research on it and mm-hmm. put out articles that I post it in the forum. So I nice. at least know something about this, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to say is vitamin D, you're right when you said about, you know, there was hardly anybody in ICU that, that had high vitamin D levels. Right. Um, but here's the thing I found out. You have to have a prescription in England to get vitamin D. Can you believe this? Wow. And that's why they're getting their, – their rates are worse than what we have here in the United States. We, we've wow. had uh, – you know, you know, I mean – I, I go through and I, I, you know, it's getting worse. It's escalating right now. Mm-hmm. The death rate is escalated. It's not going down. It's going up. We've had one point, uh, let me see, almost 1.3 or 4 million people affected, died. Yeah, well, see, that brings us back to what the guy that um, Poop said his name. He said that 90% of the population has to be eliminated, but he wants to do it in a civilized manner. He doesn't want to make it too painful, but he wants us dead. And they're dead well on the way to succeeding. They're shifting the population. They're killing off a lot of us. Hey, Joe, did you see that there's a guy that came across the border covered in smallpox the other day? Well, we had an alert down it. Did you hear about the alert down in Washington, D.C.? They no. had one of the. Uh, they they wanted. They, they told everybody that flew in at a certain time, in Dulles and also at, Reg, uh, at Reagan Airport, he had measles, and so they put out a measles alert. And he was illegal. They shipped him wow. into Dulles. So yeah, yeah. I well, mean, it doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me, but we eradicated smallpox here. You had to see this guy. And he was in contact with, like, thousands of people. And they don't give the smallpox vaccine to people anymore. I think they stopped it in 72. They stopped giving all the children the smallpox vaccines because they said it had been eradicated. But now it just came across our border. And if one guy's got it, you know there's more. Oh, yeah. He didn't just get smallpox himself. He got them somewhere. And this guy trekked through like six countries with caravans of people. And his rash kept getting worse and getting worse. He finally died. But he had smallpox. So surprise me, Annie. Yeah, so the older people like me, the our smallpox vaccine probably still work. But the younger kids who never got it They're going to have to start doing it again. And you know that they've screwed with the vaccines now. They don't use eggs as a binder anymore. They use stem cells or 
mRNA or other things for binding. So, that, you know, I'd, I'd be reluctant to even get this smallpox vaccine now. What we got when we were kids was a dead virus. Right, right. But, I got it too. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're manipulating but, viruses. So, you know, it, it was eradicated, but now it's back. I hope we don't have Schwab, outbreaks. Schwab met with the head of Pfizer in a three-hour closed meeting over there in Davos. And he came out. Did you see that comment that the Pfizer president said? He said, "I'll, I'll, I'll, I'll bet everything I have on the, you know, invest into the company right now. They're up to something." Yeah, they are. They're telling us they got this new virus X. They have already told us that they have a new virus. It's got a hundred percent kill rate, hmm. and they're going to hit us with it. And they didn't even say that it was uh, naturally occurring. They know it's man-made. They know it's a manipulated virus. And they're saying the Chinese are working on it. So they're going to blame the Chinese again. Yeah, the Chinese were just the landlord. That was American money, American scientists, an American lab that the COVID came from in Wuhan. Because because when... When Trump was there, he put a restriction on the bio labs in this country. Yeah. And so they, they offshored them. Yep. Yeah, they did. And then they released it on us. They kept releasing it on us. They released several versions of it. The first version was to scare us and get us all to take the vaccine. And the second version was to kill everybody that got it with the vaccine. If you got an early vaccine... You probably got a placebo because they didn't want to scare everybody and they want to say, oh, look at me, you know, I'm all right. So the vaccine's fine. But then the next batch, it depends on what lot number and batch you got because the next batches and lot numbers were more and more deadly and had more and more side uh, effects. And I don't know if you, I'm just coming back here, uh, but don't forget in Republican-type areas with Republican governors like DeSantis, they they made sure that there were extra batches of the of the special lot numbers. Right. Whereas the more Democrat areas, they uh, they 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 gave more saline. Mm-hmm. Except for like the the little old ladies in the nursing homes and all of that, mm-hmm. they killed off as many as they could. And in the hospitals, they gave them they put them all on ventilators. They didn't need ventilators, and they knew remdesivir was destroying people's kidneys and killing them. And it did nothing for COVID. But they said remdesivir was the drug of choice that they were using to treat the symptoms. No, you should have just treated the symptoms with DayQuil and never got a vaccine. You know, Theraflu, things like that, just to treat the symptoms because it's the symptoms themselves can cause problems, you know, fevers and things like that. So you treat the symptoms and let your immune system handle it. And they had to suppress the immune system to get the body to not reject their vaccine anyhow. So they gave people an AIDS-like virus. Dr. Burks, I sent you that. Dr. Burks came out and admitted it. And they said, well, why didn't you say this sooner? She said, because like AIDS, the symptoms don't appear right away. You knew you put it in there. 
You were part of the program. You knew what was in there. You knew HIV was in there. Same as SARS. Fauci invented SARS, too, and HIV. And then they tested it in Africa, but it found its way to the Western world. They always unleash it on, on like, indigent populations just to test it. And wherever there was one of these bio labs, like the, in Massachusetts, there was a bio lab. And in New York, there's bio labs. And out in Washington State, there's bio labs. And in Atlanta, there's a bio lab. And you saw that those were hubs. Those were centers where they had clusters, big population centers, so that they could release this out into the population. The rural areas didn't get hit as hard because the people didn't have as much contact. And they kept hitting us with bioweapons. We didn't just get hit with one. We got hit with a few. They had to make everybody sick enough to take these mRNA vaccines and then made tons and tons and tons of money on it. So not only did they kill us off, they made money doing it. And the government was promoting killing us. The more people they killed, the more money they got for it. You know, a hospital, if somebody had COVID, they got $37,000 for that patient. For maybe uh, even an illness that would cost like 17000 But you got a bonus if they had COVID. And then they introduced it into nursing homes intentionally. These people are sick, mass murderers. Dr. Fauci will go down as one of the biggest mass murderers to ever walk this planet. And he had a lot of help doing it. He had whole governments behind him and huge corporations behind him. Money, 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 money everywhere. The spigot was wide open. And then they're saying it's a China virus. Yeah, well, it, you know, one version of it came from China. But it was our lab in China. It was the United States government that unleashed this on the world. With the help of China. But it's about time we face it. And it's not something that I'm proud of. Because, you know, like people say, they can't do that. Oh, they've done it. They did it. Mm -hmm. And they're still doing it. And they're going to do it again. And so, they tell uh, us they're going to do it again. So, Joanne and Joe, can I bring Bianchi in? Sure. Come on in, Bianchi. Missed you last week. Yeah, how you, how you guys going? Good. Where were you last week? We missed you. I don't know. I probably wasn't feeling too hot. You know, it is <laughs> something. So what you're talking about is something that's going around affecting people. And uh, you know who could stop that border? The oh. uh, Surgeon General of any state. Mm -hmm. Because they can declare a health emergency. Yep. And they have more leeway than an elected official when it comes to that. They can declare that... The well, I think that's what that, our Surgeon General here in Florida is trying to do. 
because he's insisting that they immediately stop giving those vaccines. Yeah, I, I read about that. They're trying to denigrate the man. Yeah. And he's no schlub. This guy is very well credentialed, very well known. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to silence him. They're trying to make him off to be some sort of kook. He didn't get to be where he is by being a kook. But that's what they I do. Forget. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> and, you you know, you talk about what things help. You know, it's, it's zinc, that the NAC, and of course mm-hmm. the vitamin D3 and uh, elder with vitamin. Those are three ones that I take. Good. Make sure you take high doses of vitamin D and vitamin C. Your body will... Yeah will reject anything that you don't need. So, But about 6,000 milligrams of vitamin D is probably a, a good dosage to try to maintain. If not, at least yeah, 4,000. Right. Yeah. You know what I do for... Uh, They're usually I... sold in either five or 10,000. You get two, oh. you got one, two, five, and 10. So I usually take uh, 10 in the winter and five in the summer. Okay. Yeah, for I was averaging it off. Go ahead. For parasite, Joanne, I take black walnut uh, capsules, some of that herb, and I take some cloves. Oh yeah. Yeah, they make you. You can get cloves in either a liquid extract, or you can get them in capsules. Yeah. Oh, I, I have uh, I have clove essential oil literally right next to me. I'm holding it up as we speak. I didn't know that yeah, that would work on parasites, though. Oh yeah, I tell you what. Did your Black grandmother ever cook hams? Your grandmother ever cook hams? Yes. Bake a ham. Okay, so mm-hmm. what did she what did she garnish your ham with? Yeah, pineapple and clove. Yeah, exactly. That she makes perfect clove. sense. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense because remember the trichomosis the the. That's parasite, and that's what they you have to cure him from. Absolutely. Wow, that's good info. But I know that that ivermectin is working for a lot of things, and they're trying to keep people from getting it. Just like Joe said, you got to get a prescription to take vitamins in, in England. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they don't have a lot huh. of sunshine there. Their weather is no. kind of overcast a lot. Wow. Yeah, if you're coming off an of equatorial zone, you go to England, you you stand to get sick. Yeah. And you got to have vitamin C. That that fights viruses, too, and scurvy. But so, you know, Joanne, there's what? one other element that we have to put into the equation. What is there it? Is a, there are some evil forces. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too many people talk about them. You know how it is. When Everybody can't be lying. There right. are some evil forces that's going on, have been on this planet, that's causing a lot of this stuff. You know, we talk about the War of 1812, the United States mm-hmm. against Britain. But you know what was going on at the same time? The Napoleon what? Wars. Over there in with France, Spain, Russia, 
I don't know how many hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people was killed in that one. And uh, that was 1812, 13, and 1814. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, see, there's, there's always more. There's always a backstory to it. There's always a backstory. Well, so there's something. You know, we can't, we cannot dismiss anything. There's evil, and a concentration of evil could just about take shape into whatever appearance that they want, and uh, you just got to deal with it. And, you know, we have stupid people inviting them in. You know, the vampires can't come in unless you invite them. And we have stupid people thinking they're some sort of, like, novice witches. Uh, You know, it's, like, cool and trendy to be a witch now. Uh, You know, they got all these Satanist clubs, and you got people denying God, and just... That's how this evil takes hold. It's because if if you don't believe in a higher power and you think you are a god, you're not a god unto yourself. So they're trading goodness for evil just to be what? Trendy? They don't even realize what they're doing. I believe in the opposite. So, you know, if you got evil, there's got to be good. Yes, there is good. There's always the good. But the evil, don't invite it in. And that's what we're doing. We're inviting it. Just the stupid things we do, you know, that we think are so innocent. They're not innocent at all. Well, you, you know, know people just, do blatant things. You know, just like we was talking about, uh, we have the new governor of Louisiana, and you got uh, Johnson, the Speaker of the House, and mm-hmm. they're going back and forth over creating a black voting district in Louisiana, a second one. And I say that, uh, well, what you're doing is you're creating segregation of people. You're That's trying what I was just to corral. Say. It sounds like segregation. Yeah, it is. You're trying to corral blacks into one area to form a district. Or You know how they draw the line. You know, you can go that start at the one end of the, the block and go down the street and then when you see a black house you jump over there and put it in the and corral it and you go down go jump on the other side and then it looked crazy it looked like a wet noodle wow so anytime you got the government and these judges see these judges don't got completely out of control judges not supposed to have anything to do with redistricting that's up to the states <clears throat> Nothing whatsoever. Where in the Constitution does it say a federal judge is supposed to do that? It doesn't. It doesn't. No. And, then and I'm sick of the way they're treating black history. people. You know, black people you, are right. Racism is alive and well. Um, when you create these districts, Joanne. But it's not where they're thinking it is. Yeah. When you create these all-black districts, okay, guess what comes next? They complain that the schools are segregated. Then they want to yep. bus white kids, put them on a bus, and bus them for an hour over into a black school district. That's totally ignorant to do that. Yeah, instead of upgrading the school systems for everybody, they are destroying our school systems. They're not teaching academics anymore. They don't want the kids to be smart. They want them to be good little activists. 
They're teaching about sex and sexuality. They're teaching them about protesting, and they're teaching them the wrong history, and they're teaching them that everybody's a racist. No, not everybody's a racist. The liberals are racist. You know, the, the liberals see racism everywhere except within themselves. And I don't like the way they're treating black people like they own them. Well, they do that very well. Did you hear about the the 911 call for the ambulance to come get Secretary of Defense Austin? Yeah, they wanted that come in the down low, no, no sirens. What was that about? Yeah, ain't that something? Okay, so that, if that was a staffer, who told him to do that? Right. And the staffer made the call. Austin... How come the staffer didn't call the the guy's boss and say, yeah, dude's leaving in an ambulance, you know, maybe you should have someone cover for him? Well, see, that's against the law for them to travel like that until they get into a residential neighborhood. When they travel to answer an emergency, they're supposed to have lights and siren going in order to yeah. prevent from having accidents. Yep. You're right. Yeah, I drove an ambulance. When you go into a call, you have to have lights and sirens going because that alerts everyone that you're on your way to a call. And so it's I think for that safety reasons. That staffer, somebody told the staffer. I don't think I think Austin was out of it because if he was having urinary bladder infection, that ain't nothing to play with, man. No, that there hurts yeah. like hell. Yeah, I know a couple of people who have had prostate surgery and. Some of them had complications. It hurts like hell. But, you know, so he's on some sort of pain medication. And I think somebody told him to tell that they didn't want no information about the Pentagon. You, you, know, you don't know who the hell is running things nowadays. Obama's running the show still. Of course Obama's running the show. Every one of those is an Obama staffer. Obama's made his presence known. He's still running the show. So it doesn't matter what Austin does or Biden does. They're just figureheads. The real work is like Jake Sullivan, who's an Obama acolyte. He's over in Davos right now telling everybody about how we need this new world order right away because, you know, there's been interruptions and it's falling apart and we have to get on it. And now they've accelerated it. And I don't know what's up with John Kerry. They, he's working on Biden's campaign now. He's not the climate czar anymore. But that's all found to be crazy, too. That Oriental guy just came out and and blew the whistle on all of that. And it's not even fossil fuels. That's just the name they made up, too. Of course, there's fossils in it, but not. it's not comprised of just fossils. There's other matter in there and plankton and everything else. Um, yeah, that's all falling apart, and they're trying to pull it back together. And everybody's getting real antsy. And every time Trump wins something, they get worse. Well, I tell you what, if it's evil and it's wrong, I don't care what you do to prop it up, it's going to fall down. Yeah, well, it's all falling apart on them. And that's why they're having this Davis meeting in there. They're all freaking out up there. What was that guy's name, Proof, that you you told me? I forgot it again. Noah Harari? Yeah, him. Yeah, they're all up there talking about how they have to kill off half the planet and they have to make tribal regions and they're re, 
re um mapping the planet into different regions now and zones. And our border being wide open. That's very much intentional. And they're picking the people who are they who they're sending here. You know, we're right, it is an army. It is the New World Order's army, not just the UN, you know, the blue helmets. This is bigger. They're taking whole populations from whole regions in these countries and moving them to the United States. They are emptying out asylums and prisons and youth detention centers and orphanages, and they're sending all those people to the United States. The goal is to break the United States because with us being a superpower and and so uppity and resisting, we're slowing them down. So now they're going to saturate us. And it's not even these illegals they want. It's their children. That's why they're sending mostly men. 92% of the people coming across that border are military-aged single men. Now, you know, if somebody's leaving, fleeing their country for a better life, they're taking their family. But if they're going to war, they leave their family behind. You don't take your family to war. Those people are going to war. And we're who they're going to war against. Their army is already here. And we're quartering them. We're feeding them. We're sheltering them. We're giving them money, stipends. Just like you'd pay any other army. Soon they're moving people out of their houses. And moving their army into these people's homes. They're already trying it in Massachusetts. They're saying, let an illegal come live with you. Now, as soon as you let these illegals come live with you, they're going to find a reason to get an argument with you or something's going to go down, and they're going to call the cops. And the cops are going to make one of you leave. They're not going to make the illegal leave your house. they got nowhere to go. But they figure you have family and friends and stuff, so they're going to make you leave your house. So now you've agreed to house this person, and now you've lost your home. You know, just like people with attitude, they get the husband taken out of the house and say, oh, yeah, he beat me up when he didn't. Mm -hmm. And they make one of you leave until it's all sorted out. So now you've opened up your house and you've now left yourself homeless. And you can't throw them out. That's what's going to happen. It's probably already happening and they're just not telling us. But they're taking over schools. They're throwing the kids out of school so they can shelter illegals in the gym. And these people, they don't have amnesty or anything. But they're all going to have children and families. And those children, they're figuring they're going to be Democrat voters. They're playing, they're playing the long game. 20 years from now, you're going to have such a baby boom of children that are born to these illegals who will be American citizens and they're going to vote and they're not going to know anything about our history or our culture. Our culture is already saturated but they're not going to know anything about the United States just like these illegals don't know and now they want to give all these illegals amnesty and they want to you know, invite them into our military and invite them to be cops now you have people who aren't even here legally gonna be have the ability to arrest American citizens and you think they're gonna fight for this country? No, they're gonna fight against this country and they'll fight against each other 
They're not going to assimilate. They're still carrying the flags from these countries they're supposedly fleeing. If you're fleeing a country, why are you dragging their flag along with you? To your new home. Don't you think you'd be flying American flags and please let me in America or I want to be American? They're not even asking to be American. Some of them are saying, okay, we're going to stay here six years to us, trial date, and then we're going to go home. We're going to make all the money we can until we get, you know, until we go home. So they're not even planning on staying. So what's really up? And what are we going to do with all these people? You bring them all in and you have no place to put them? Millions of people? You've got 15 million people. That's a big army. That's bigger than our national army. Already. And they're already here. And they're not going to listen to anybody but the person that allowed them to be here. And they're already demanding things. You know, when they get, when they were asked to leave the hotel after six months, they're saying, no, we're not leaving. You owe me this. Why do we owe you anything? We don't owe you squat. And then, you know, they try to make people think that it's, it's cartels. Illiterate drug dealers from Mexico went all around the world and shifted whole populations and brought them up to another hemisphere through seven countries? No, they didn't. That requires governments. You know, 15 million people passed through Mexico, and Mexico didn't notice or get a piece of it. Uh, that's crazy. And even Mexico's making demands on us. Well, give these people the amnesty, and we want more money for their home countries. Why are we giving the home countries money when the people ain't even there? They're here. We're going to support them here and support them in the home country? Huh. I would stop yeah, every dollar. We're, we're the taxpayer. We will pay it. Yeah, well, I would stop every dollar of foreign aid. Like Venezuela. You got two million Venezuelans here. And we give you, all right, let's just say a number two million. So we're going to take back money for every one of your illegals here. So now we're not going to give you any money. We don't, we're not giving you any money. Why would we? As a matter of fact, we should be charging them money because all their citizens are here. You owe us money for taking care of them. This is so messed up. And where yeah, are we going to put them? We don't have housing for Americans. Americans you can't see afford them on a, You see them riding on cattle cars. Well, who knows what kind of diseases that they're going to transmit into our husbandry system uh-huh. here in the United States and start affecting our livestock, killing right. them off. Then now we have a food shortage. Right. Yeah, the only one allowed to have livestock now is Zuckerberg. He's, have, he's got some special cows. But they're already telling people that they're going to be charging them per head for carbon emission from their cattle. And they are all over the farmers. There's some Amish farmer they haven't let up on him because he was selling natural milk. And they've been destroying him since. 
Yeah, and he wasn't a retailer. He was selling it to the Amish and also people that right. come and inquire and say they wanted some. Right, and and he wouldn't he wouldn't inject them with the antibiotics that the United States Food and Drug Administration mm-hmm. says that you have to administer to the cows because they may or may not have an infection. Why don't you test it and see if it's got an infection? If it's got an infection, give it an antibiotic. But they want all the cows injected with antibiotics, which after a while makes the antibiotics useless because they're overused. Yeah, no telling what it's doing to humans. My friend is definitely allergic to penicillin, and she loves milk. And she just kept breaking out in these lesions and having these allergic reactions and stuff. And the only thing that she knew that she was allergic to was penicillin, and she wasn't making the connection. Until finally she went to see one allergist, and he said, well, do you drink milk? And she said, yeah. He said, well, they inject the cows with penicillin. So we looked it up, and they sure do. That's where the penicillin was getting into her system, through the milk she was drinking. So she switched to natural milk that wasn't injected, and she's fine. So she's living well, I'll tell you what. Whoever the brainchild wanted to hire on, they need to be brought to justice. This is sick people, Bianchi. These people are prolific mass murderers. And where do they get off thinking that they have the type of power that they can control the whole planet and make us all do whatever it is they want us to do? and live how they want us to live. Who are they to make that decision for any of us? You live how you want to live, and you leave the rest of us alone. Because they got big money. They think that they have all this power over all of us. These people do think they're gods unto themselves. People like Schwab. People like John Kerry. John Kerry told a reporter, he asked a stupid question, because the reporter asked him, well, how much carbon is your footprint just by being here? That's a stupid question. I just say I don't want to answer that. You don't tell somebody it's a stupid question. There's no such thing as a stupid question. But there is stupid answers, and that was one of them. Sick world out there. I wouldn't want to have that type of power over anyone else's life. I wouldn't want anyone, I don't want anyone to have that power over mine. And they just think that they can just eliminate us. Like dead, dead, dead. And that's okay. Yeah, but uh, if if we act like we did with, with COVID, it could very well happen. So enough of us have to wake up. Uh, and oh, they if were enough very of us successful. wake up, they lose. They were very successful, and it's an ongoing success, too. I was just right. reading on Twitter, um, Ami Bratt's sister, she said, my sister is on her knees screaming. Her 23-year-old son just dropped dead of a heart attack. He didn't want to take that vaccine, but they made him take the vaccine so he could attend college. 
And what good is college doing him now? He's dead. And she put F. Joe Biden, F. Pfizer, F. Fauci, and she just went off on F. Everybody. And that was maybe an hour ago on Twitter. This is horrible. And now, you think Charles Schwab's pilot is vaccinated? No, he isn't. John Kerry's pilot's not vaccinated. All these private people, they don't want vaccinated pilots because the pressure in the cabins and the altitude and the vaccine that they forced them to take. And they try to say no one forced you to take it. No, they they didn't force you to take it. But if you didn't take it, you couldn't be a pilot. You were losing your license. You were losing your livelihood, your house, your car, your family, all of it. Or you could take the vaccine. So, no, they didn't force you to it. They coerced you into it. And all these people are dropping dead at 36,000 feet while they're behind the wheel of a plane. So all those passengers are in danger, too. But you made these pilots oh. take that vaccine. Can I, can I jump in have... here? Sure. I, I want to slightly switch topics. Let's Did you it. see over the weekend uh, about how DEI is going to force all these airlines to start hiring blind pilots and people who are quadriplegics? Yeah. And mentally ill patients. So, yeah, yeah that's what we want is a depressed, suicidal pilot. Who's mm-hmm. blind. And, Who's and a blind quadriplegic. Right. My sister-in-law was a welder for Boeing. And when she got that job, they weren't really hiring a lot of women. She had to prove how good her weld is. And she had to prove it to everybody at the factory that she knew what she was doing. She wasn't a DEI hire. Let me tell you something. Her doors didn't blow up. But now, Mm. just because... She could have got, now today she could get that job even if she didn't know how to weld because of her agenda and her race. Even if she wasn't qualified. She was overqualified, actually. And mm-hmm. But now you, you don't even have to be qualified. You just have to check some boxes. And how's a quadriplegic going to be a welder? I don't know how that's going to work out. Or a pilot. I could see they could probably work for the airlines maybe in an office position. But they're not going to be doing physical activity like welding. Well, what are they going to do with the blind person? What are they going to do with a blind person? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I have planes dropping out of the sky here pretty soon. Yeah, I wouldn't give a a blind person a driver's license to operate an automobile. So you're going to let them operate planes? Even if they have instruments, a blind person isn't going to be able to see those dials. So then you're going to have to hire two people. One is the blind person, the other one is the one who actually do the work because the blind person couldn't. 
you know, well, that would be the, you have that to. would be the uh, the equity and inclusion. So you 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 hire somebody as a front just to say that they're 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 giving them a job. Right. I'm all for hiring handicapped and all of that, but at jobs that you know that they can actually do. Right, like if somebody is is confined confined to a wheelchair, they they can they they can work in customer service. I don't see an issue with that. Sure, and I'm sure they can work on computers, and they they probably could do engineering things, you know, and, and drawings on computers and stuff like that. A blind person probably couldn't do that, but no, no. But if well, let me let me tell you this. Them. Let me tell you this, Joanne. Uh, our our uh, our non our, the nonprofit I run, uh, Barefoot is Legal, a quadriplegic mm-hmm. does our website. Yeah, and probably very well qualified to do it. <coughs> so yeah, there, I mean there are jobs, and, and I'm all for hiring handicapped people, but in jobs that they can actually perform. Yeah, he'll tell you himself. Don't don't let him be near an airplane to fly. Yeah. I'm legally blind. Actually, I'm having eye surgery tomorrow. Okay. I'm having, I have what's called keratoconus. And the only cure for it is an eye transplant. I'm not getting an eye transplant. I'm never going to get that. I just, I, I'm not mentally right in the head have about you, that. Uh, did you ever look into those vitamins I recommended? I did. And okay. they, they, would help, but they're not going to cure what I have. However, no, I wasn't expecting thing, a cure. I was just expecting to prolong the the inevitable. Yeah, they they you know that they they could help with it and keep it from progressing, or at least slow it down. Um, but right now, my cornea is almost completely detached because my eyes are not round; they're oval. And everything is misshapen, and my right eye especially, I can't see anything out of it. So that's the eye that they're going to work on and try to save tomorrow. And if it works, then I'll get the other eye done. But if it doesn't work, this is the end of the line anyhow. So at least I tried something. Um, They're going to try to reshape my eye. They're removing the cataract that's built up on there. They're implanting a lens. And reattaching the cornea with laser. So it's quite an involved surgery. And um, um, actually there's going to be students watching too. So it's all going to be a learning experience tomorrow. And I have to be there at 6 in the morning. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. I'm going to... They're going to have me twilighted. They're not going to use general anesthesia, but I'm not going to, you know, really be aware of what's going on. So I'll let you know how I make out. But they said that the results should be instant one way or another. I'll either see very good or not at all out of that eye. But I can't see out of it anyhow, so that's why we're doing that one first. Right, exactly. But the technology has improved to the point where we're going to attempt, we're going to attempt to do it and they've had successes with it. 
And the only other option for me would be an eye transplant. That's the end of the line. So this is so a last if this effort. works out, if this works out for you, Joanne, I think my my father has something very similar because he said he has twelve percent vision in one eye and fifteen percent in the other, and uh, and he has a lot of the same symptoms. It might be the same dis- disease for all I know. Yeah, those are about the same percentages as mine. I'm actually yeah. legally blind right now. Well, it's better driven. than being illegally blind, though. Well, illegally, I might have got some benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I might have had somebody else paying for this operation. But where it's experimental, this is coming out of pocket. My daughters have paid for it. It's already paid in full. So we're ready to go. And who knows, I might be able to see. But I'll tell you what, if I can see, I'm going to be the drivingest person around. I think that's what I miss most, is driving. So I haven't driven in a long time. But well, I'm excited. Are, are, can, you see, can you see well enough to see a broccoli man? I can see broccoli man. You know, most of what I see, I see by memory anyhow. You know, okay. I can find my way around pretty good. I can see color and shape. But, like, details, like people's faces are misshapen, and okay. if I didn't know it was you, I wouldn't be able to identify you. But because I do okay. know you, and I do know what you look like and all of that, you know, if you were to show up, I would know it was you. So anyhow, I do have Broccoli Man pulled up and ready to go. Is it right. the one Broccoli Man debate with G. Lobelist? Right. I know you okay, like yes, G. Lobelist. I, I do. And you already and see ready. the background, right? Um, no, I can only see the beginning with the little soccer ball. Soccer I, ball. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, your oh. opening. You know how it looks like a, a oh. breaking apart molecule or a soccer ball? Oh, that. Yeah. Sorry, I was on the arrow. I, I didn't. Yeah, you're ahead of me. Okay. Yeah, I have it pulled up to that because I, I played the ad. Commercial done. It's already gone. Yep. All right. Paused. So I'll uh, I'll get this going right now here. So for anyone that wants to see the cartoons, just look up Broccoli Man on Rumble. I do not put these on YouTube because. I'm on strike two, and I, I don't. I'd rather give them no content than get a strike three. So, I, I, I yeah. no longer participate in YouTube. Please go to Rumble. So anyway, debate with G Lobelist. I'll count down now. So three, two, one, action. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another debate. This debate is sponsored by Liza Mafia Dickles. Tonight we have someone on that is so wrong, we are not even going to say his name. Please just name him person one. No you better not be applauding for this loser. I am Broccoli Man. And here we have the correct way of thinking. We have the greatest voice in the world. 
is the person that will help us get through these new diseases being made in a Wuhan laboratory, the nicest globalist in the world, Mr. G, globalist and his favorite superhero, the wiretap. I said, we have G, globalist and the wiretap. Please applaud them. I hate you all. Do not worry. Soon we shall be rounding up all of you fuss budgets and dolts. You will be going to the FEMA camps. That do not exist. Before we get started, we are giving everyone in this audience today a free Lysenica Freedom microchip. We are also giving you something Duck Airs a 30% off coupon if you schedule an appointment for the Lysenica Suicide Pod. Please do take advantage of that 30% off coupon. We need you all dead so we can take over the entire Earth. We do not care. Our first question tonight, are you in favor of the World Health Organization taking over as the one world government? They will dictate that you must wear scams at all times, you must get every gene therapy, and you will be required to have a Lysenica microchip. Person 1, you may reply. No, I do not. Your time is up. Gilabolist, can you please tell us why this is necessary? We are looking forward to serving you. Thank you, Martha. We need to continue to create new diseases in our laboratories in Wuhan, China. These diseases will help us take control over the entire Earth. Soon all of your leaders will agree to give the sovereignty of your nations to the World Health Organization. Brandon has already agreed to give up more of the United States than any other country. You something duck hairs and dolts are going to be so screwed when we finish testing this disease X. You yucks is best shut up that clearing right now. Most of the country has no clue or does not care because they hate Trump. Don't forget, sir. Once we have taken control over every nation, we will start the digital currency system. Thank you, Wiretap. Yes, we will take control of everyone's finances. You bank accounts will go to us. We will say it is an attack by Trump supporters. So, in order to obtain funds, you must sign up for universal basic income. When you get your free money from the government, you must receive a microchip on your person. You must always be up to date on your gene therapies. Furthermore, you 99% test must always for the love of Klaus Schwab, to wear a bleeping scam on that face at all times. That is correct. From now on for everyone's safety, you must always have your kumquats and ice cream cones exposed at all times. That goes for people who do not have ice cream cones. You must allow your nether regions to be seen at all times. But you must 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 always keep a bloody scam on that face. I despise his looking at all you pieces of excrement. Thank you for the great explanation. Almost 100% of the American public agree with you and you taking over everyone's lives. Brandon is the first person to run for president that is offering to take rights away. You buy snitch. 
We are going to replace Brandon with Michael Robinson Obama. Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. Why do you think that is wiretap? Brandon's poll numbers are some of the best in world history, with just over 140 million eligible voters in America. We have already printed out 167 million votes for Brandon. Isn't that more fake ballots than there are registered voters? Martha, please get some tape over that yuck's mouth. We do not want him ruining our crime syndicate. G-Lobalist, why are you on Epstein's flight log over 30 times? You shut your app up right this instant or I will demand you show your kumquats and ice cream cone on this stage right this instant. I need to check your person to see if you are hiding any extra gas-powered engines inside your junk. And wiretap, you were on that flight log 52 times. I will have you know, green dude. I was only the little children's. That's gross. Anyway, what do you think of Hunter Biden in Congress hearings? He should be arrested. Person one, you need to shut your soup hole. This is for geolibelist. Hunter Biden is a great ambassador to our DK in the United States. If he can help us sell more crack and pentanol, then we can depopulate the United States more than tenfold. We need to replace you American useless eaters with these migrants that will simply do as they are told. I agree, you libelist. We need to be kinder all these undocumented friends of Americans. I don't care about those fools. I only care about them bringing in more children for us to control. I can always use more pizza napkins and hot dog maps. We need to bring as many single military-aged men into the United States as possible. We need to ensure that we can have a civilian army even greater than the American military. We need those people to keep the American citizens in line with the fury of hate and victory we will unleash on you Americans, appheads and buffoons. Even Barry Soetta said we need this when he ran for election in 2008. That is so loving and liberal, Mr. Libelist. How is that loving? That is it. You are hereby now required to remove your garments and put them in front of my person right this instant. I am going to have to anal swab your buttocks region so I can check you live on this smell vision show for COVID or disease X. Then I will have to study your ice cream cone and your kumquats in case you are hiding any gas-powered lawnmowers or hand grenades inside your junk. You might be plotting a scheme to perform jihad on our persons. We need to end this now, Martha. I need to put my foot says up Mr. Broccoli's backside. He's spewing too much white privilege. You can try it. Billions of people can watch me beat you on live TV. It's two on one green dude. We are going to put you out to pasture just like we were to Brandon at the Democratic National Committee. Okay everyone that is it for tonight. Please support Build Back Better where a stupid scam. Get your gene therapies and make sure you take advantage of G-Lobbolist's special offer of 30% off on the Lysenica Suicide Pod. 
please support our climate change agenda by euthanizing yourselves. That's right, Martha. You something duck hairs are the card that we need to remove. <laughs> that was good, Proof. I like how you got that uh, pizza and maps in there and napkin. That was <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Yes. I caught that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they they want you to show your junk, but not your face. Yes. Yep. But yep, I, everybody my has. favorite line in there was when the wiretap is trying to justify him being at Epstein's Island. And he says, well, I'll uh-huh. let you know I was only there to diddle childrens. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were all there for, and to be blackmailed by it. Right. Yeah. It's all fun and games till the blackmail tapes come out. Wow. That was a good one. But, you know, it's, it's well, not that far out. off. It, yeah, it no. sounds, um, sounds offbeat, but it isn't. That's actually what they're telling us. And you get 30% off on the suicide pod. Yes. You've got to pay for the suicide pod. <laughs> but they're going to give you a discount. Yep. Right. And they do. They, they want to kill off all kinds of, all, anybody who's dissenting. And the ones that are cooperating, they're just, they're no better off. You know, all these people that are helping them do it. Like I said, you think they're going to get a seat at the table? Yeah, they're going to get a seat at the table. They're on the menu, too. You know, why would people actually go along with this? And you try to talk to people and tell them what's going on, and they're like, no, they can't do that. They're not doing that. You're crazy. That's a conspiracy theory. It's playing out in front of you. I mean, how much well, of it is a conspiracy is, is theory when you can see it? Most people would never do it, so that they expect they expect everybody to be honest because they try to be honest to other people. That's why. Nobody yeah, would lie to me like that. I would never want to kill somebody, so why would they want to kill people? Right. Why do they want to kill me? I don't want to kill anybody. Because you're breathing the air they think they own. You're using the resources they think they own. You want fossil fuels that are not really fossil fuels. Yeah, you're, you're eating the macadamia nuts that Mark Zuckerberg could feed to his, to his cattle. Right. Cattle will be treated better because he likes his steaks. But yeah. only his cattle. Your cattle will be euthanized. So I, I want to switch topics if, if I can, Joanne. Sure. What can? What is your uh, thoughts here on Vivek dropping out so soon? I think it was the right thing to do. I like that he supported Trump. I still don't, I still have trust issues with him. But he did the right thing. So if he keeps on this path, who knows, maybe he will be able to prove himself that he is legit. But that was probably one of the most legit things he's done. And then he went right out and campaigned for Trump. Well, and he didn't you, try, he didn't try I know to you showed me a link today, and I've heard that for months about him taking mm-hmm. Obama's playbook, but you can use oh, a lot of Obama's did. moves because they worked, but it doesn't mean that just because you stole some of his moves doesn't mean that you're him. No, it actually means that he's, he's 
smart because it was effective. The way that Obama came in out of nowhere, the smooth talker, good-looking guy, you know, full of enthusiasm, got to saying all the things to the people that he wants to say them to, and that's what they wanted to hear, and it was effective. So that was smart, actually, of Vivek to use Obama's playbook. But it also created more trust issues because we got suckered big time before by Obama. And if this guy's using his playbook, what makes you think he's not trying to sucker you too? But you're right. It doesn't mean that he is an Obama enthusiast or anything else. It just means that he used an effective playbook. And that's what we've been advising people to do. We've told them, Alinsky rules work. Use them. Turn them around. Use them to your advantage. So, and rumor they, is they that are these, uh, while Trump says he already knows who the vice president will be, uh, I, I will safely say that Vivek, uh, if Trump had to pick a top five, he would be in there. Whether he's number one or not, I can't guarantee that, but he's in the top five. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that he's in the running for vice president, but I do think that there is a position in the administration for him, maybe even as press secretary because the kid can talk and he can answer questions and he can identify a stupid question answer it with a smart answer and get through it so the, the kid can talk right but so is I'd that is that worth giving up his uh what he does now with with his pharmaceutical company no no, he'll make more money with the pharmaceutical company. But he can own his business and have a part in the administration. I really think it's going to be Dr. Ben Carson who he chooses. Ben Carson will get the women vote. Ben Carson is soft-spoken, brilliant, brilliant man, trustworthy, loyal, so he's got all the qualifications. And he could step in if something were to happen to Trump. I think Christy Nome would be a nice choice, too. She's an excellent governor, but her position as governor is very important. You know, she can deliver the state of South Dakota in an election. The people love her in South Dakota. And she loves mm-hmm. South Dakota, too. I don't know if you've seen her commercials with all the different jobs she's doing, inviting people to South Dakota. We have jobs and, you know, freedom and all of that. She's a fabulous governor. And she's a female. Um, I don't know. I think that that would be my top two that I would suspect he would choose from. But I do mm-hmm. think that there is a position in that administration for Vivek. And that could get his his um, credits built. You know, let's see him walk the walk a little bit. I don't want to say anything well, bad anything about him because he's done. I, I uh, just because of the fact that he got that that uh, Obama fooled us. Well, he didn't fool us, but he fooled the public. Uh, I'm not holding that against him, and I'm I'm no, uh, I don't want to hold it pleased. against him. Right. But it, it does create trust issues because we got burnt so bad before. 
Mm-hmm. But, like I said, that playbook is effective, and we've been recommending people use it, and he did. So, yeah, I can't blame him for that. It worked. And he got so, attention. Right. <laughs> and he changed the narrative. And, uh, and changed... I, I will still say, maybe he's not number one, but if there was a top five, he's the only presidential candidate I think that would even have a shot at being his vice president. Oh, yeah. Out of all those candidates, it'd, even, it'd be the only one that would be a consideration. I'm not going to put Ron DeSantis in. He's, he's a little miffed at him. But it's time for Ron DeSantis to say, okay, you know, maybe I'll come back and try it again in 2028. I'm putting my support behind Trump. And let's just get mm-hmm. on with this. You know, the, the, mil- the media wants to extend this. They want the bickering. They want the fighting and the sniping and the, you know, everybody dogging well, each other. But the, but the rumor has been over the last couple of weeks, and now it's more pronounced, that they fully expected Brandon to take a dive, and they figured, let's give the Republicans back so everybody could think that, that uh, well, we, we sure showed the world that we replaced Brandon with Nikki Haley. That's, that, right. that was why there was not really a push, because they thought for sure if they could arrest Trump, then they could throw Nikki Haley in there and get Dick Cheney in three-inch heels again. Right. Yeah, they're, they're really plugging for Nikki Haley. And it's the Democrats doing it. You're right. And the primary up in New Hampshire, you can show up and decide that day whether you want a Republican ballot or a Democrat mm-hmm. ballot. doesn't matter what you registered, independent or anything. You know, you just, just say, uh, you know, I want to vote in the Republican primary and they'll let you. Well, well but if, so, if there's only one candidate allowed on the Democrat ballot, why would you even vote? Right. So why would the Democrats go out? If the Democrats are going out, they're going out to try to manipulate the Republican primary. Oh, that, that's what I meant to ask you, Joanne. I don't know if you saw this, uh, but... I might need your help on February 8th if you can help me on a Thursday. Yeah, I can help you. Because it's caucus day, and I'm not missing that. Don't miss it, no. No, I can hold down the fort. Okay, you have a co-host already. Who's the co-host? If it's only Trump Trump on the ballot, then if it's only him, I may or may not go. But if it's yeah. Nikki Haley and all that, yeah, I'll definitely be going. Well, by then, hopefully, even by the time it gets to Florida primary, I'm hoping that the Republicans actually have a come-to-Jesus moment and say, okay, let's accept the inevitable. Right. You know that Trump's going to walk away. If he doesn't get 50 states, he's going to get 49 that are going to vote for him. Mm-hmm. No, he's holding rallies this year in New York, New Jersey, California. He's going places oh, yeah. he didn't touch last time. Yeah, and he, and he should. And, you know, Vivek did it, too. Vivek went to everywhere, you know, places that most Republicans wouldn't tread. He went right in there mm-hmm. and talked to everybody, oh. even, even though he knew they weren't going to vote for him. He changed the narrative. He set the stage. Who knows? He might have been working for Trump all along. That wouldn't put it past Trump to put a fixer in there. 
and that shaped the narrative. I, I, and then see all those angles and the way he dropped out and supported him, and now he's going to tour with Trump. It just yeah. makes me think that there, there's more to it than just I really like this guy. I, I, I think that I think that they could have a working relationship. I think they could, you know, and who knows? They might already have one. And it's not beyond Trump to to bring in a fixer. Remember Scaramucci, even though Scaramucci wasn't the guy we thought he was. He was the guy Trump knew he was, and he did the job Trump needed him to do. But uh, I've heard the name on Glenn Beck. I've heard him on Alex Jones. I've heard him on other shows. And Mm -hmm. uh, I don't – we were supposed to get him when he he comes to Vegas, uh, Vivek, for the caucus. He was supposed to be here and – we were lining that up. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. I guess it could maybe, but I, I I have to check in with our resource on that. Well, you figure Trump knows he's coming back. Trump wins, then he fights. So he already mm-hmm. has the plan to win. And Vivek might have been part of that plan. Trump is so tied up with all this extra baloney that they're throwing at him that he couldn't get out and say all those things that, that Vivek was saying. And that's, that's, uh, and that's exactly my point that, that he's been saying and, and so have other people right. is that if you have well, Vivek as the vice president, it's going to hamstring the radicals because if they try to remove Trump, then they got, they got somebody with a bigger mouth that hasn't learned how to shut up. And oh, uh, yeah. that's younger. It'd and be one hell of a deterrent, wouldn't he? Right. It'd be a deterrent to them getting rid of Trump, wouldn't they? Because he's just that, as that's bad. That's why I'm thinking that he would be in the top five, is because... Well, that makes uh, sense. It does. That makes sense. And he could have been set in the narrative. And he did go out there and smack everybody around like Trump would have done. Trump didn't and, show and up at the debate, but think, maybe he did. I don't think you could hit that hard and say that you were just joking. Right. Yeah, um, Vivek was dead serious when he was saying all the things he was saying, and he wasn't holding back at all. He came out there and laid it on the line, and I loved that about him. And, you know, he was acting actually like a little mini Trump. But saying all the things, he, like I said, Trump wasn't at the debate, but then again, maybe he was in the form of Vivek. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to be there. He sent Vivek to do that. And Vivek did it well, didn't he? And I'll be honest, I was debating on voting for Ramaswamy just because that uh, I, I want to see them finish one and two. Uh, and uh, and everybody knows that he wasn't going to win. Uh, I, no. Maybe he just bowed out. Uh, but, uh, hey, he stayed in. I would have liked to have seen him at least get to South Carolina, but whatever. Yeah, but he did his job. He set the narrative. He set the tone, and he controlled the subjects. They wanted to talk about other stupid stuff, and he turned it and brought it right back to the things he wanted to talk I about. Will say, I will say he was a one-man wrecking ball against Nikki Haley. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. And if his job was to go out there and slap them around, he did a good job. Because they did get smacked by Chris Vivek. Christie tried to slap Trump. <laughs> yeah, Chris Christie. He wasn't even original. 
you know, you want to go out there and just bash Trump all day, every day. What do we need him for? We got Democrats for that. And then after after he said he's switching his party affiliation to Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Who, who would have guessed that? Right. He was already a Democrat. And he was acting just like the Democrats. Just put him in the pile with the rest of them. No one will even notice. <laughs> True. You know, oh, he wasn't going anywhere. And... You know, the Democrats weren't piling on Trump enough. He had to jump in and pile on them, too. All these never-Trumpers, they, they're not getting any love. And all the money, all the money that's being wasted right now by Nikki and by Ron DeSantis and until Christie dropped out. And Vivek, he used his own money. He didn't take corporate money, which is also another reason that makes me wonder if there wasn't some sort of deal struck. Because Trump wasn't saying anything bad about Vivek either. Up until he said he wasn't real. But he might have been telling us he wasn't real. I sent him. But it's, it's, it's not beneath Trump to hire a fixer. We all know that. Right, but you know, when he hired Scaramucci. himself because... Uh, I, I, he didn't have, Vivek did not have any brand recognition whatsoever. Right. But, uh, you know, that's another thing, too. Trump was good at, at elevating people. Remember his show, The Apprentice? Oh, of course. Yeah, so, you know, I'm sure if, if that was the deal, then Vivek was, was rewarded handsomely. And maybe he would be a vice presidential pick or at least a cabinet member. Yeah, but I think, though, that he had to prove himself on the debate trail to see if he was even worthwhile. Right. So he wasn't performing for us. He might have been performing for Trump. Uh, both. That's ex- extremely but possible. yeah, you know, those are, those are good things to ponder. We don't, you know, it, it does make sense that Vivek was put out there to be, to set the stage, set the narrative clean a little house, kick everybody's well, butt. I don't, think, I don't think he was there to set a narrative. I think uh, if him and Trump were having discussions, Vivek, or Vivek had to prove that he could hold an audience and uh, and do what he says he was going to do. Yeah. And he did. And he bowed out gracefully, too. You know, no hot feelings, nothing, nothing personal. Wasn't in the cards for him to this time. But he wanted to make sure that everybody knew where he stood. And we know. And he was right. You know, like I said, I love the things he's saying. I just have the trust issues because of Obama. Because I don't want to get snookered again. I was never snookered by him. But my country was. And we tried to tell them then that this dude wasn't real. That MF is not real. <laughs> Yes, I know. That lady on the plane, remember, she was pointing down the back of the plane. Oh, of course. I just want you to know that MF isn't real. <laughs> and Obama wasn't real. Obama was everything to everyone. And that's how well, we all got 
Country, I don't know. I, I just think I, I just think we were right to to question, but I think just mm-hmm. over the last month, the way he slapped everybody around and, and exposed a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I think he went past that point, just like Trump did years ago when we were questioning in 2016 if he was legitimate or not. Right. And once you cross a certain point where you've proven it, then I, I, I don't question it. So. Is there always that factor that that somebody can do a gotcha? I guess, but I'm I, I feel confident in in Vivek. That would be a hell of a team. I'm sitting here wondering what a Trump Vivek administration would look like. There would be total upheaval. There would well, I be. I think Christy Nome would be the safer pick. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ben Carson would be an extremely safe pick, mm-hmm. but if you want if you want a total uh, if you want a total massacre of the global narrative, I, I think you take Vivek and roll with it. Yeah, yeah, that they could be very damaging the two of them, and they wouldn't want to get rid of Trump because they're just getting Trump too with Vivek. So. <laughs> Yeah, that right. would be a hell of a team. That would be a team. And that would be a... They would take a wrecking ball to the world order. My, I and guess, both, and, and maybe as a vice president, it's not that important. But does Vivek have mm-hmm. enough of a name now that that he would be uh, somebody that an average person on the street would... would uh, do they even look at vice presidents is what I'm saying, because... Uh, I don't think Mike Pence was popular at all. No. No, he, he was. I always thought he was shady. You know, you he know tried to come off as Mr. Pure. If, uh, if uh, the certain female presidential candidate in 2016 that shall not be mentioned, that was yeah. that might have been an even worse vice presidential pick than Kamala Harris. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Believe me, Biden would be pushing up daisies because she would want that job bad. They, Biden would have already been gone. That's why they picked Kamala because the, the country would have taken she sh- who shall not be named. But oh yeah, she would have already had him gone. <laughs> should have big erected him herself because she wanted that job that bad. And but the, the thing is with Vivek, with everybody else, you'll you'd be like, you, you could schedule your questions. We'll have a discussion X time. Vivek, everybody says like him or hate him. Vivek is like, you can ask me whatever right now and I'll tell you my answer. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. This is what I think. Uh, you don't have to schedule. I don't want to know your question ahead of time. I like the way he turned it around on the media. You're talking about truth right. and mistruths and stuff like that. Tell me about that Russia hoax. Was that true? <laughs> you I think that's it. where he earned his stripes. I think that's where he earned his stripes and and uh, Americans mm-hmm. trust. Yeah, he said, "I'll give up my time. Come and answer it." Right. 
So that as crazy oh, as that might have sounded even two weeks ago, just in my head, I just think of that wrecking ball. And mm-hmm. I could see Trump, go, Trump going for a safer pick, but, man, if you hate globalists, that is such a, a turn-on for people fighting the New World Order. Yes. That 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 really was. That was conspiracy theorist porn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way to talk about it, but you're right. That would just I, I would enjoy that too much. Yeah, I would have fun with that. But he'd make a great um spokesperson too. That John Pierre's job there. Yeah. Is that her name, Kareen? Yeah. KJP. Yeah. Well, that would be a good job for him. They ask him stupid questions, and he'll give them great answers. <laughs> they probably wouldn't even cover his news, his news no. uh, presses. No, and... Uh, yes. No, uh, Sarah we've Sanders never had a big mouth around. as a vice president ever because they're not supposed to overshadow Trump, but... You could have a big mouth and not overshadow Trump. That That's the thing. Yeah, but if you made him your spokesperson, that would be like like good Trump, bad Trump. <laughs> Do you ever see the skits they did with Obama? And Obama would be sitting there talking real nice, but the guy behind him would be flipping out and saying all kinds of terrible things. Yeah, oh. he, could be, he could be Trump's brain. Trump will sit there and try to tell him to be nice. Don't bite them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would I'd love like to see it, yes, but I, I think I think just the – if the globalists are, are sitting at Davos talking about how Trump being president and it looks like it's inevitable would put a death mm-hmm. blow to us, I, I just think that safety net of Vivek would, would be uh, – that that would almost make it a level playing field. That would be a good safety net. I was thinking maybe it wouldn't, but it would. Because if you were to do something to get rid of Trump, you still got the same thing with Vivek. So that's a lateral move. It's not, you're not going to gain anything by getting rid of Trump. Like Kamala Harris. If you get rid of Biden, you got her. So... It's not like you're going to upgrade. You're not. Right. She's another one. She's crazy. And they can't get rid of Biden and keep her. The only way would be if Biden were to say, I'm not running. If he were to just say, that's it, I'm done. Because then she would have to run on her own merit against whoever else they put up. Say they put up Newsom unless, and Michelle. Unless, yeah, unless and, at the DNC they make a swap. And if, if yeah. maybe Brandon can do something ceremonious and uh, and say, you know what, my health is just getting worse. Um, after the election, you could run the country, Kamala, for two months. Yeah. But I think and then she, they're not going to let that happen. Then she could be happen. labeled the 47th president as a thank you, and and uh, and then she could be known as the first black person 
unless Big Mike is running. Yeah, but see, if Biden were to step down that way and, and she became president, they wouldn't be able to run against her because she'd be the incumbent. And Michelle and Newsom would be out of the game. But if Biden right now were to say, I've changed my mind, I'm not running for president next time, then she would have to scramble to get on the ballot. And so would Newsom and so would Michelle. So she'd have to then campaign and get elected. But if he were to just resign, that automatically puts her in as president. So they got to do it the other way. They got to get him to not run to get rid of her too. Because when he's not running, the whole ticket doesn't run. Should have to run on her own, and she's and never going to make the it. Democratic National T- Committee, they would be very open to Big Mike. They they could get into gruesome if they had to, but they they would not put Kamala on that ticket as the president. Yeah, but can you know? Can you believe how bad people would flip out? If he said, I resign, and they didn't put her in, they are at the, say they had a swap at the convention and decided they didn't want him to be the nominee and they put Michelle in instead of Kamala, people would flip the hell out because she would have been next in line. But they're going to just jump over her and put in Newsom, the white guy. Uh, Michelle, who never even ran. Meanwhile, well, this girl's been vice president but here's, for here's four the years. Way I think it works, though. I, I think you're partially right. I think personally that if they picked Gruesome over Kamala because he's a white guy, I think that people would flip. But if it's Big yeah. Mike, that pronoun is so beloved that they they would bypass that because they they love they 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 love the Obamas and he's a nice lady. And yeah, they would and look at that as an upgrade. They, they'd be okay with that. But with Gruesome, no. Yeah, I don't even know if they'd be okay with it, Michelle, because, you know, Kamala stayed right there. And then you just bypass her and you just nominate Michelle over her. I don't know. I think there'd be bad blood there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but even if with you Michelle, look at it, they'd accept Michelle you know, Some quicker. of these people are such big sellouts. Uh, maybe Kamala gets a, a behind-the-scenes payout. Who knows? They'd have to, that'd have to be a hell of a payout because she's not about uh, to give it up. She, yeah, well, we never, would, really, we never really hear from her, so who knows how much she even likes the job. She, she might have a great job now because she doesn't have to do much. Yeah, and, you know, if, if they did throw Michelle out there, People would say Kamala who should just be a, a memory. But there would be a lot of people in that party that would be very resentful. And they know Michelle doesn't want the job. They've been trying to sweeten the pot since we started talking about them. Oh, I know. Putting her up. And she's doing, her some interviews. she's doing interviews even, but I, I don't even know if it's to really promote herself. I just think... And who knows? Maybe she's waiting for the right moment to to get that pot sweetened enough. But yeah. she's doing some. Interviews. Well, they promised it to her, and she's just being quiet, waiting for it to happen. Mm-hmm. And that would explain why we haven't seen Kamala because she's stewing. She's mad. But so she's uh, but just going I, I promise the you, if 
if, uh, let's just say the first of the month that you had to have your name in there and Brandon resigned on, on say, the 25th, Big Mike would have enough time to get those those votes. The, yeah. Or the signatures. Kamala would not. Well, right now they're not they're not putting anybody up against Biden. But if she decided to run against Biden, he's all done. Kamala or no Kamala. If if she decided to run tomorrow and declared her candidacy they would just let Biden finish out the term and that would be the end of him. Right. If she wants the nomination, it's hers. You know, Biden's already all done. Did you see him on the helicopter yesterday? No. He got off the helicopter. His car was 15 feet from him. He didn't know if he was getting on the helicopter or off the helicopter. Oh. And then the Marine the Marine was standing there and, and he couldn't talk to him. But there was another guy there, like a, I don't know, general or admiral or something. And he finally guided him to the car. But it took mm. a few minutes. Biden was lost. And then the guy, the captain or whatever he was, finally realized what was going on. And Biden whispered in his ear. And then he whispered something back to him. And then Biden went to look over somewhere else. So the guy put his hand out and actually guided him to the car. And that's only going to get mm. worse. That's not going to get better. In six months, he probably won't even recognize his wife. Hey, Joanne? Yes? Um, He was up at Camp David. This is the second time I noticed this. I live next door to the airport that Air Force One lands into or takes off of. And when he's up at Camp David, they have two military uh, medic helicopters over there at our airport. And wow. he's only had he's only had three appearances in twenty five days. They were talking yeah, about getting, that tonight on the news. He's getting a lot worse, and it's yeah. noticeable. You know, and it's not his fault that he has Alzheimer's. But it's the fault of the people around him for continuing this mm-hmm. charade. I mean, this is this is like elder abuse now. And he spends less and less time in public. You're right. He hasn't campaigned at all. He hasn't even set up a campaign. So that tells us that he's not... They're going to pull a switcheroo on us. But they got a Kamala problem. So I don't know how they're going to get around her. But they're going to pull a switcheroo. And if she runs on her own, I mean, if, if if he's gone, though, and she becomes president, what chance does anyone in the world think that Kamala Harris has against Donald Trump? He'll eat her I alive. I love to see that debate. Oh, my gosh. He will eat her alive in public. She has no chance to debate against Donald Trump. He'll, that's it. I mean, he'll just steamroll all over her. Michelle, on the other hand, there'll be all kinds of resistance, and every TV anchor will be flipping out, oh, he's racist and sexist, and he's picking on a woman and a black woman, and you know the, you know the spiel. They're going to just go crazy. Yeah, it wouldn't be the Michelle same fervor. 
Well, they, they might almost let Kamala hang out to dry. They'll cover it because they have to, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't right. be in the same intent as they would with Big Mike. Yeah, no, they'll get fierce. They'll get ugly over Michelle. Yeah, that that'd get really ugly no matter what Trump said. Just, you know, that she's not qualified or, you know, her only qualifications is she was first lady and she didn't even like the job. She spent as little time as possible at the White House. She hated it there. So, mm-hmm. you know, what kind of president is she going to be? She didn't like it there the first time when her husband was president. So that's, you know, when, when, as soon as he opens his mouth about her, ah, everybody's here will go on fire. On the whole left. There'll be riots. Oh, look, he's a racist, he's a sexist, he's some sort of phobe. But he's also not afraid of her. And he would answer the burning question. So if... She is Big Mike. You know he's itching to tell us. He'll out her. And then what? They're going to say no. They're going to say yeah. He'll put it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if he says if she's a woman at all. Yeah, I'm running against a woman if she's a woman at all. And then everybody's going to ask the questions and... Somebody will answer it. Yeah, that could open a can of worms, too. That could be why she's so reluctant. Because is she willing to face that? And is everybody going to back her? And You know, is that what this whole trans thing was about? You know, all of a sudden, everything was trans. Bud Light was trans. And flags are trans. And they're hanging them over the embassies, the trans flags. And... You know, teaching it in school and trying to change the children because they want to normalize it and accept it. Maybe that's why. Maybe she's why. You know, so they can slap you around if you bring it up. Interesting. Boy, what interesting times we live in. There's a lot of questions there. There was a guy. I guess a very dumb question would be, too. Say they were not able to switch a room and they're stuck with Kamala as, as the presidential hopeful. Who in the world would they put as a vice president that, that would not overshadow Kamala? I don't know. You have to consider that. I mean, that, that's a legitimate thought. <laughs> Probably out of a shift. Swalwell? Yeah. No, no, you're no. They'll put Cory Booker in there. I should have thought of that. Yeah, maybe Cory Booker. He's a nitwit too. Oh, I know. But there's no no way in hell Kamala Harris would beat Donald Trump. No. That would take way more cheating. Joe, what were you gonna say? Um, there was a guy that uh, has been doing research on Michael. <laughs> yeah. And he was going through her history in Chicago and how yeah. she abused and used the black community is beyond belief. She yeah. was running a, a medical thing for black people. 
she would take them from the hospital and sit them down to some ranky dank, you know. Oh, low. I remember she was patient dumping. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So she's not popular in Chicago right now. Yeah, that would come up. She was she was taking all the indigents down to the indigent hospital to the Papa's hospital and just dumping them. If and they had no money. That's just like the beginning of it. Yeah. Hey, uh, this bro, Steve Cortez dropped out of your governor's campaign race. He's now singing praises of Trump again. So that's a big move. One of, you know, the Santa's So that's a big tell. Yeah, you're right. Well, DeSantis has nothing set up in New Hampshire. He doesn't. He hasn't rented any offices or anything. He doesn't think he has a chance to win in New Hampshire, so he's put no effort in there at all. So he's on his way out. The smart thing to do right now for Ron DeSantis is to do exactly what Vivek did. Bow out gracefully and let's unify here. Save face. You know, people have short memories. In 2028, he can try it again. And he is a good governor in Florida. Go back to being a good governor in Florida. Do the right things and try again next time. But right now, this is Trump's. He's the only man in the country that can help us. Did you see the Argentine uh, president give the speech over to Davos today? I did. Wasn't that something? Yeah, the Milio is what's his name? Milio. Milio. Yeah, Milio. Our famous Trump. He brought it to them. He told them that we don't want that. We don't want them to control us. We don't want them to take our sovereignty. He says that that's the worst thing you can do, and you want to control everybody's aspect of everybody's life. Yeah, he went off. That was beautiful. I wish I had a clip. That's the last time he'll ever be invited yeah, 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 he ain't going back there. They don't want him there. That was that was really, really good. I don't think you guys brought this up, but Europe is in a meltdown. Populist, the farmers are in, now in France, Germany, Denmark. They're rising up. They're not having any more of this. Yeah, we loosely went over that a couple hours ago, but yeah, you're right. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 going to France now. Yeah. Oh, what the, the, the Netherlands um, didn't really stand up though when when they started there. I'm just surprised <laughs> somebody's speaking up finally. Yeah, well, it, it looks like there's a shift. Something happened. We we've been talking about that. Something big is in the air. Something big is going on in the background. Well, I I, I just think that they. They went for it all in one shot when incrementally it's been working, but like the frogs in the boiling pot, and they just took mm-hmm. the temperature from from 100 degrees to 250 without stopping anywhere in between. Right, so everybody's hopping out of the water. Right. Yeah, and 
that climate czar thing that Kerry stepped down from. They don't want to tell us who his staff was. We don't even have an official position or a cabinet position or whatever, a climate czar. So that was just created for Kerry out of thin air. And now he stepped away from it to help the Biden campaign. There is no help for the Biden campaign. There's something bigger there. Kerry just doesn't step down. That was a lifetime position for him. But now he's stepping down. And he's pissy, too. He's very, very cranky. So something happened with him. And he's heading for the exit. What's he going to do for the Mm. Biden campaign? Biden's not campaigning. And this maybe that's, boring may, maybe he's told that he has to campaign for Biden because yeah, Obama well, said that I don't care if we have to drag him to the finish line, we're going to do his campaigning for him. But that's not going to sell the people on Joe Biden. Everybody's going to say, "Yeah, you're all you're all promoting Joe Biden here. Where's Joe? <coughs> Show us Joe. How come mm-hmm. Joe isn't out here? You know, Joe." hasn't done a rope line. He doesn't go up to the reporters and hold a half an hour news conference with them like Trump does. Obama could do that. Obama could get off the helicopter and walk over to the news reporters and stand there for a little while and answer their questions. Biden couldn't do that. Biden and can't uh, and, just, uh, and just to talk about the other candidates, I, I feel DeSantis could do that very easily. Uh, you, right. we, Vivek has proven he can do it. Yeah, it's it's time for DeSantis to do likewise and and just bow out gracefully, accept the inevitable, say something nice about Trump, and then get back to saving the country together. We got to all be on the same page. Mm -hmm. Nikki Haley is not going to be a team player. She's not going to bow out gracefully. She's going to stay in there like Liz Cheney or you know. Whatever. She's just going to be there. She doesn't have the loyalty factor. She doesn't have the... She tried to say that she won, that there was a, it was a two-person race. When DeSantis beat her in Iowa. And then everybody's making a big deal out of second place. Second place doesn't get the nomination. Right. Especially when first place is 45 points ahead of you. And everyone else. Yeah, and if you count delegates, Vivek got seven and Nikki Haley got eight. So what difference does it make? Right, one delegate, big deal. But if you endorse Trump, now Trump got those. But she's never going to give up her delegates to him. She'll hold no, out to I the end. But I think it's hilarious, though, that, that Rand Paul started that hashtag Never Nikki website. Yeah. And Rand Paul, he always comes out and tells us the truth. Right. He's not a forceful man, but he's an honest man. And he comes out and tells you what's on his mind. And he said, no, not her. She's a globalist. She's taking big corporate money from the Democrats. She's not conservative. And you're a fool if you vote for her. And then that's it. That's all he says. You know, he doesn't yell and scream, and he doesn't pound his fist, and he doesn't speak with fire and brimstone. He just comes See, out and lays it on and, the line. Uh, and I guess some people were, were worried that Trump would, would look at Nikki Haley as a vice president, but 
Everybody around him says, if you pick, if you pick Nikki Haley, we're out. That includes Alex Jones. That includes Glenn Beck. That includes Tucker Carlson. That includes Roger Stone. That includes all of them. Right. Well, I wouldn't want him to pick her. He's smarter than that, anyhow. Right. You know, she was he, she was his UN ambassador, and she did do a good job for him there. But he saw what she was doing on the side. She was building her own thing. She was working for herself. She wasn't really working for him. But she was still doing what he needed her to do. Although she wasn't doing it for him. She was doing it for herself. But she was doing the right thing. But he saw that. He saw that. She wasn't doing it for him. She wasn't doing it for us. She was doing it for herself. And like I said, she did do the right things. But her reasoning behind it was selfish. So... You know, that was evident a while ago. I never would have voted for her. I never liked her. I think that she's shrill. I think that she doesn't think on her feet. And when she called Vivek scum, she doesn't have much self-control either. You know, she got exacerbated and she just flew off the handle at him. And you can't have that. In the meantime, he was just snarky and condescending. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that I, I can't get mad because she earned it. No, she earned it. And I don't want to hear, oh, you're only picking on me because I'm a woman. Well, if you're feeling weak because you're a woman, what are you doing on that stage? If you can't run with the big dogs, stay on the porch. You're going to mm-hmm. take some heat. You're going to take some jabs. You may take some insults. And they're going to talk to you like they talk to the guys. You're out there, you want to be on an even playing field. Well, be on an even playing field. You can't say, I want equal rights, but I don't want equal responsibility and I don't want equal scrutiny. No, you get treated the same. You're a candidate for president. You be treated like a candidate for president. Doesn't matter your gender, your sex, your race, none of it. Your preference. No one cares who you're sleeping with. No one cares what's in your underpants. Can you be a good president? You know, your parts are not a requisition. You're either going to be good at it or you're not. You can't cop out and say, oh, I'm a woman. Like that. Fannie Willis said that she's a black mm-hmm. woman, so that's why she's corrupt. That's such an insult to black women everywhere. You can't expect me to be perfect, and I have to be better and do better, and I'm on a, I'm held to a different standard because I'm a black woman. No, you're held to the same standard as everybody else. It's called civility and morality. And if you don't have any of those with integrity, then it doesn't matter what gender you are. All your color of your skin. Your skin didn't make you a, a corrupt punk. Your choices did. I hate when they do that. And I don't like the way that the Democrats are treating the black people at all. I'm getting really, really angry at that. 
they are treating them like really they own them. Just expect the vote. Yeah, they're taking them for granted. They, mm-hmm. uh, you noticed the illegals. They aren't allowed in Martha's Vineyard, but they're filling up a school in New York and in Chicago with illegals. Wasn't white kids sitting home on Zoom school? That school's predominantly black. So they just shove anything they want down the black people's throat. And they screwed right. their schools and they screwed their families. They screwed their neighborhoods. They, you know, treat them like they're unteachable. Don't have any expectations. And they're just, they're just being really bad to the black people. Because they just walk all over them. They're taking advantage of them. I can't stand those liberals. And I don't know why the black people take it. They're getting smart now. I see a lot of people on the TikToks and the, and the videos and Twitter. Mm-hmm. A lot of black people saying, I'm voting for Trump. There's even one woman says, I want my Cheeto Puff president back. <laughs> so she calls him a Cheeto Puff. She still wants him. Mm-hmm. Well, you got people like Chris Cuomo who, who said that voting for Trump is on the table because New York is just that far gone. Yeah. New York, they got to save themselves, too. They got to put a little effort into it. But it can be done if we all stick together. And that's what I think we should be promoting. I think we should be promoting sticking together. Nobody's going anywhere. Nobody's leaving the country. Nobody's leaving the planet. We are all in it together. None of us are going to come out ahead. We either all succeed or we all fail. We're not going to have some succeed and some fail. That's not how it's going to be. They want us all to fail. The globalists are telling you that. Yeah. They're telling us that. And they love the people that are on their side because they can tell them anything. They can walk all over them. They can abuse them. And these people... You know, they still think that they got them in their pocket. But now these people are coming out of that pocket and saying, nah, I'm sick of being walked on. I don't even have a store in my neighborhood anymore because of the liberals. You can't blame that on the Republicans. There ain't no Republicans anywhere around them. Look at Chicago. Look at D.C. There's no Republicans running either of those places. New York. No Republicans up there. This is all Democrats doing it to them. Well, the one Republican they had, George Santos, they ran him out of there real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're surrounded with Democrats. Yeah, I was telling my kid back in the busing days in Boston, the city council, they were all Democrats. But you had the white Democrats fighting with the black Democrats, and they were all fighting over busing. And then... You had all the Democrats, like, trying to stop buses from coming in, and the black Democrats were tipping over school buses themselves, and it was just horrible. But it was all Democrat on Democrat. There were no Republicans in that mix. You know, when you start to realize that, and then you see what those Democrats are still doing to them, they never ended slavery, they still think that they own all these black people. 
They expanded it. They didn't end it. And now they're trying to resegregate us. They want this for the blacks, this for the whites, this for the Hispanics, this for the illegals. And they want us all in separate groups, not talk to each other. And that's bad because we're all going to fail together. We either succeed together or we fail together. There is no middle ground. There is no, oh, the black people are going to come out ahead or the white people are going to come out ahead. No one's coming out ahead. We're all failing. We're going to lose this country. And nobody's coming out ahead. And we all better wise up. We are the Americans. Those black people are American. Those white people are American. Those Hispanic people, they're American. The Chinese people, the Americans, they're Americans too. And we're all going to lose the country. Not just some of us. And the quicker we realize that, the better off we're all going to be. So the thing to do right now is to get behind Trump and let's get to work. Quit the stupid bickering and the little freak shows that got the debates and all that. The smartest thing Nikki Haley said was, if Trump isn't going to debate, I'm not going to debate either. Because that didn't go well for anybody. They look like a couple of circus clowns. The CNN people were just jerking them around, asking loaded questions, and just taking great pleasure in watching them go at each other's throats. Trump was right to sit that one out. Well, it, it, Vivek, it helped Vivek he, make a name for himself, but that's about it. it. It did help Vivek. And while Vivek was there, he slapped his stuffing out of all of them. Right. And then he bowed out. But they needed that slapping. And we told everybody, Trump is going to steamroll you. If you're going against Trump, you're going to get your ass kicked. So if you can't fight Trump, how are you going to fight the Democrats? And the people want Trump. They spoke loud and clear in Iowa. And all these other polls that they're taking, they're all speaking loud and clear. They want Trump. And we're going to get Trump. We don't care if he's in federal prison. He can pardon himself after he's elected. Hmm. So whatever they're doing to him, we got to make it stop. And the, Dem- the Republicans have to grow a set. I saw that guy Johnson on Laura Ingram earlier tonight. And all he was doing was whining. Laura's saying, well, you know, you've got to secure the border. Shut it down. Shut the government down. You know, but they're tying it. Oh, you got to give another trillion dollars or whatever it is to Ukraine so you can pay their pensions and their salaries. Are they our employees? Do they work for the United States government? What do you mean we got to pay their salaries? So he was saying, well, we have uh, we only have a majority in one section of the House, and it's only a small majority. So he's making excuses for failure. Why you got to give the Democrats everything and get nothing in return? No. And the border money that the Democrats want is to just process them faster and bring more in and pay for them. No. You want to secure the border with the money. When have you ever seen a country 
where a governor wants to shut the border down and the 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 country government is is they're saying the border is so well run that they are willing to go to war against Texas to bring yeah. more illegals in. <laughs> yeah, they're literally going to war against Texas, suing them for defending the border. When Texas joined this country, joined the Union, they kept some states' rights and the option to secede. They never gave that up. And they went and got all their gold back from the banks. All the Texas, all the gold in Texas is in Texas. So they wouldn't think twice, you know, and they, they do have state sovereignty. And theirs is a more refined state sovereignty because in order to get Texas to join the union, they had to sweeten the pot, and Texas maintained a lot of their sovereignty, even though they joined the Union. They always kept it available that they could unjoin the Union and that they could defend their own borders. So if Biden's going to sue Texas, they're going to lose. Texas has the original papers, the original contract. So God bless Texas. They're doing the right thing. And can you imagine, what's the rest of the country thinking when Joe Biden's suing the guy who's trying to stop the invasion? You know, is anybody paying attention to that? We should all be helping Texas. Every one of us should be helping Texas. We're all in it together. We win together or we fail together, and that's the bottom line. And Texas is leading the way. We should follow them, and we should stick up for them. No time for weak men. That's another thing, too. Masculinity is making a comeback. Thank God. You know, masculinity is becoming the, the popular again. The thing is, Joanne, is uh, I don't know if it has to be masculinity but just don't be a, a, a damn wuss. Yeah, well, we need masculine men right now. we got a country to mm. save. And all these women who are hanging around with these little skinny jean-wearing man buns, you better figure out if this guy's going to be any use when the chips hit the fan. And if he's not, send him packing and get a real guy. You know, well, if we, you got to be the strong one. We hear the fit hitting the sham, Joanne. Yeah. When that happens, you, you better know that, you know, men are physically stronger than women. Men are bigger than women. Men are protectors. And we're going to need them. We do need them. We already need them. And thank God masculinity is making a comeback. They pushed it too far. It's the Bud Light Syndrome. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Men are important. And it's about time that's realized, too. So are women. I'm not saying women aren't important. Of course, women are important. Men and women complement each other. We need both. But we don't need a bunch of guys that are nurturing little sissies when it's time to stand up because the chips have hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And they better know how to make fire and gather wood and do some heavy lifting 
and protect their families and protect their whole communities. The weak men are not going to be able to do that. We need the strong ones now. Let's do this. Yeah, the, the, the weak ones, they're cute, but useless. Back to reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, kid. So you got anything else you want to bring up before we run out of time here? I, I'm trying to see if we have enough time, but uh, I think I, I think I'm okay. Hey, well, Joanne. Yeah. The Chevron case today before the Supreme Court—that's going to set a whole new precedence in how the government's going to be run. Uh, how? What's that? What do you mean? Well, it goes into the Chevron case was decided about 40 years ago where they the independent agencies and the, and the government agencies took the role of control that was supposed to be written in Congress. And it's going oh. to restore it back to Congress. Oh, and good. You have to go look that up when you have time. It's probably going to be the biggest decision they have this year on their court case. Wow, I'm going to look that up. I didn't really know that that was in the wind. Yeah, it's big. Wow. You know what else was big I wanted to bring up before we close, too? Jamie Dimon. You all know who he is, right? I, I well, saw that. Yeah, he he said that, you know, you really do have to control the border, and you got to stop insulting the mega people. And Trump was right about NATO. Immigration, the economy, um, tax reform, and the China virus. Trump was right about a lot of things. And you better wise up and stop insulting his group because you're not going to get anywhere with that. And I, I, he ain't going to get invited on CNN anymore either. And he's one of the richest men in the country. But people are starting to tell Biden, hey, you know, better lay off those Trump people. They're they're a strong group, and you're not doing yourself any favor. And the House passed a resolution condemning Biden's border crisis. So I guess Biden's getting a strongly worded letter from Johnson. Oh, that's good. Good Well, we'll we'll see what happens. I don't think it'll prove to be much, but we'll see. Anyway, it's always a pleasure having you, and thank you, Joe, for calling in. Yes, thank you, Joe. Thank you, Bianchi. Thank you, Proof. And we'll see you all next week. I love you, America. All right, everybody else. Please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the Proof Negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Keep hope alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am Proof Negative. I am Proof. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.